I, I zoned out a little bit because I was just typing in Adnan turns on Justin Herbert. And it's just good duality between the words you were telling me and me learning about football. <laughs> me talking, me explaining feminist theory meanwhile you're writing about football. Uh, uh, football. <laughs> football. <laughs> I, I, don't may, I, about, the... I don't care about bell hooks unless she can throw a, a hook slant. <laughs> oh, God, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't really work as well, but you know what I mean? I love that shit. That's amazing. Hey, this is Sad Boys Tables. I'm Jiggly. I am still Adnan. I uh, I I I did a lot of the uh, uh, the game plan last night. You may have shown up and you saw like pretty much it was entirely filled in except for your stuff. Uh, I did most of it last night, and I had uh, I think you should leave playing in the background, and it was the tables uh, sketch. So I just wrote in tables, and as I wrote in tables, I realized I think we've had that name before. Yes, <laughs> probably. Because I know, obviously, I thought it was just a callback to the very beginning of the, the season when we had the joke. I don't know if we ever actually realized it was a, I didn't realize it was the beginning of the season callback, but yeah, I guess that, that was really good. Yeah, no, it, it works very well. And then you gave it away by saying that had no connection whatsoever, Jiggly, so what way to go? Uh, you know what? It doesn't have to be intentionally rhyming, you know? It can just, it just be. Okay. Uh, we're getting <laughs> philosophical a minute in. Uh, I, I, I've been... I, I've started therapy recently, uh, so uh, thank you to everyone being supportive. Um, uh, I almost, and, I almost, you know what, since you laughed a little bit, I almost instinctively blurred out loser for some reason. <laughs> I, had to, I had to peel back on that one because, yeah. But uh, I, I, I mentioned but I mentioned last week, I don't know if I, I – I think it was in the actual episode where I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, it's a grounding technique to just name random athletes. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm learning that I have to actually treat this more as a job, which is very interesting because I start, we started this, this show off as something to make us all seem professional, like you, me, and, uh, and RJ, to make us seem more professional. But as time has gone on, it is the most unprofessional thing. But I have to treat, but like it to, in order to like give myself the, the structure that I need in my life, I need to treat it more as a job. So yeah, yeah this is this is the antithesis of like until like we do formatting we do game plans we do all that but then once we actually start talking it just gets into different gear we just sort of wander around i uh i was on the uh we should you know what we we should mention it we could mention it at the top i don't know if we'll have the time at the end we're mentioning to top sorry that's, uh, that's my fault but uh uh, yes, Shane Top. Uh, but like we should mention at the top that like I was on the uh, Hot Takes uh, live episode last night, and you're going to be on uh, on Alex Prime's uh, CHGO podcast tomorrow. What after this episode comes out? But tomorrow for us, yes, like two thirty, I think it'll go live. Yeah, and I already yeah. made sure to ask my question. Yes, I saw that. Uh, I am not prepared to answer that yet, but I will start <laughs> crying. But it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, you were the one who asked me for my uh, for my mailbag episode. How come she don't want me? That is true. That is <laughs> and that. so like I, I made sure that I gave you the exact same sort of question. <laughs> this is what I deserve. Um, yeah, I, I'm worried that Alex won't actually bring that up. <laughs> I, I think he will quickly, and then he will let me have a quick moment with it, and then we will move on because but we're not getting too many other questions. To be fair, but I, I'm I'm thinking about whether because. This is the first time that you're on a non Sad Boys Fire podcast, at least within this time frame. Like, because I don't think you've been on any other like. I major. was on 
uh, I think one or two spitting fire related things back in the day, but yeah. one of them I was watching an episode of AEW in the background. To be fair, so I think that what we're gonna, what I'm getting at here is, you know, last night I I didn't even do I didn't even do any weird things. She said, uh, "I'm so sorry. I really <laughs> wanted to do that, and as I was doing it, like, this feels a little toxic, but I had to follow through because I just wanted to hit that. That's on me. I uh, it, it it didn't catch most of it, honestly." Oh, I was too loud. I'm sorry. Also, again, uh, no copyrighted music. I, I hope the strokes uh, are able to differentiate their own voice between my own. <laughs> uh, but uh, last night, I was just on uh, the hot takes episode. I was very good about it. I got it, like I had multiple people in comment section yelling, "No anime!" No, I didn't even bring up anything. I was fully just talking about heights. You know, I did get toxic about David Akam. But like I was just talking, uh, actually giving my takes about heights and everything. In in what way? I just think that David. In what Akam, way did David Akam? David Akam was a high end player for the Fire, but he was the low side of a high end. You I, know what I mean? Ooh. You know what I mean? He would have been. He would have been. He would have been worthy of a DP spot, less in terms of like production, more about like his connection to the team. So like if he was a random dude that played for the Fire now whose name was like Don, Don Johnson and he had his stats and he was a DP. I think people would be like, that's okay. But deep down, he'd be like, damn, we could have like a, a top tier player. I kind of get what you mean. Never mind. I'm, I'm leaving the episode. I, am, I, do, I do not think uh, original Alex will do that on the podcast tomorrow. So that'll be a nice environment for me. But, uh, you know, that, that is also the difference between the environment of the CHGO podcast and hot takes. But, uh, yeah. like, I, I came in, I was very, like, I stuck, to, I stuck to what I was saying. You know, I, I did drag on a bit, but, like, I stuck with just talking about the fire. And then as I left, just the entire podcast was just going, like, it, it was just completely off topic and off the rails. I didn't really do it. I, I just said, I guess I just bring sad boys energy everywhere. So I'm very interested to see how you do that <laughs> if you do that yeah i'm gonna I'll, because it's it's a it's a very strange blunt rotation of me original alex and guillermo rivera <laughs> I, 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 I only realized that later after i after i had sent that message i thought it was just for you and i'm like oh what oh it's adnan and guillermo <laughs> yeah and what's really funny too is that when alex when alex shocks or because he he was talking to me First of all, obviously, there's the running joke about how I'm never getting invited on that. I don't know if that's, always, that's actually made in a main episode or if you always cut that out and add it at the end. But I've had the running joke where literally anyone that has anything to do with the fire has been invited on that show before I have, except you, I think. Yeah. But he walked up to me after the house game, which we'll get to. And he goes, on on you free Tuesday? I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. It's, it's happening. It's and happening. it's very funny. He was like, yeah, we want you to be like the the good go- cop compared to like me and Guillermo's uh like complaining stuff. I'm like you're not the good break- cop. <laughs> I was like, I'm like I was like Alex, I hate to break to you. That's not. He's like no 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 not, not like that. Like you can say what you want, but you know what I mean. I'm like yeah, I- I'll believe you. But I it's don't. Probably just gonna be three dudes talking about how bad the fire are. Yeah, like that. If you out of out of the two of us on Sad Boys, I think that I'm the one who's the most optimistic, and that's not saying much. Yes, but the only reason why I have to kind of mince words is because of the whole press stuff. Because I can't sometimes, but I, I I will be honest. I think since it's the end of the season, I'm going to let myself be free. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to be removed after 30 minutes for saying Joe Metzwood needs to be better, which I might actually mention on the podcast. It's a, it's, it's a Paramore song for a pessimist. I'm pretty optimistic. <laughs> uh, of course. But yeah, 
I, I thought I'm it was My Chemical Douglas. Romance. That's how bad I thought it was. I thought it was My Chemical Romance. <laughs> yeah, same same band. Hey, um, how dare you compare G- Gerard Way to, to Haley Williams, even though I want to meet both of them for really, different reasons, actually. Paramore is infinitely better. I want to make sure we're on the same yeah, page no, about that. All right, good, Paramore, good, good. Is, Paramore is the better band, and like they have the better Ooh. overall catalog. Uh, I think that uh, My Chemical Romance uh, affected society a bit more, I think, and also had like probably the better single album versus Paramore's specific albums. And also Gerard um, Way is a writer now. Two things. First, I would let Haley Williams slap me. Second of all, listen to uh, Holly Humberstone on Spotify. Her new album came out. Uh, it's called Paint the Walls Black. It is like It's not like sad emo girl. It's like... It's like sad boys, but it's a it's a sad woman. No, it's like a sad. I think she's like a young, like twenty ish or something. It, it it's very good fall seasonal depression music. Very oh, so, good stuff. Oh, so 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 sad lesbian music. Yes, yes, but she's not lesbian. Well, I mean, she, like it's, she's with it's the stuff that I listen to. Yes. <laughs> sad lesbian, but with dudes. Well, you you, you have you have you heard like uh like Julian Baker uh. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dawkins, like the that, oh, that those trio. are the people. Those are the, the the girls in Boy Genius, right? Yes, yes. Because I, I I was following them before wait, before wait, they went. That was, went into Boy I, was making, I was making a joke. That was is that really? Yeah, <laughs> it is. That is Boy Genius. <laughs> I I was following I was I, I followed uh, them before Boy uh, Genius before Boy Genius came together. That's good. I'm 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 happy with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll get Holly, if 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 Holly Humberstone's actually into chicks. I guess she's she's up next to join. <laughs> to I, or at service. least like working together. I'm I'm sure. I'm honestly, I'm pretty. It has to, it like just judging on the way you're talking about them, they have to have done something with Lucy Dawkins at some point. <laughs> that just me? sounds like that sounds like it. Um, I'm just gonna put the spot like in here and move about my day. But yeah, but uh, yeah. The, <laughs> We had we got uh, anything else for life? Because I know you just wrote down you got nothing. <laughs> I, I might as well say as because I do got nothing to be fair for now. But I'm I'm currently looking at a potentially going to New York for a vacation. I got to take a vacation in January, and I think I might just you go to New to? York <laughs> because in theory, yes, because the PTO amount of time like I can't carry over more than forty hours, and I will have more than forty hours at the end of January. So if I don't go on vacation in January, I will be giving into cap like I will be giving capitalism free money. Uh, Does that make sense? Because right now, at the end of this month, I'll have forty hours. So by the time I get to January, I think I'll have like I think like another twenty four. So if I don't go on vacation, those twenty four hours of PTO that I deserve would be would vanish into the other. So go I'm going to, to use them. Go go to Vancouver. Oh, go somewhere. And uh, fi- and find the Whitecaps headquarter- headquarters and just sort of stay there for two days. <laughs> Not even get a hotel or anything. <laughs> just, just stand stay. outside the headquarters. No, no. Find your way in and just like find an empty meeting room because they're not going to use it. They they don't. They, yeah, <laughs> they're not going to use it. That's fair. It saved me money to be fair. I think, I think a flight to Vancouver costs like ten dollars at this point. Man, because who's going to Vancouver? No, but yeah, I, how think, many, I think Vancouver is an like I want to go to Vancouver. It seems like a nice city. How many days should I go Vancouver? Because I'm thinking Monday to Friday. That seems that seems reasonable, right, for New York? I guess, yeah. How, how many? How much money is that going to cost me? Hold on. Directly, what's one fifty times five? Wait, I should be able to do that. That's seven fifty. Ooh, that's a lot of hotels. Uh, maybe I'll do four nights. I got someday. That out. Someday when I get money, 
uh, I will drag you to Japan and we will oh, have like a whole. All right, Jiggly. See, the, that's what I was going to say because, first, the, one of the main reasons why I'm thinking about New York is because a flight is only $168, which is a good deal, right? Jiggly, I'm going to look up a flight to Tokyo with, with the same pram, like same time frame. And I'm going to see how much this costs. Tokyo. As I said, that's and, what I mean. When I get money. <laughs> Okay, I'm immediately seeing thousands of dollars. Let me let me go to January to, to be safe because I want to be fair. Put the same dates in. A thousand dollars cheapest. And Jiggly, do you want to know the time it'll take? Uh, Nineteen a day, hours. A day oh. and eight hours because it's connecting. You can do a you can do a nonstop flight, Jiggly, for one thousand seven hundred dollars. That's that's what I said. It, when I get money. And that, that means like within like it, it, sometime in four years, maybe. <laughs> that is a ridiculous amount of money to go. That like fair play, lads. But like Good that heavens. because it's, it's you have to specifically go in October. And I know and that's the problem, because if we wait four years, the fire might get good and they might have games in October. Oh, <laughs> we are so far past any line of logical thinking right now, Jiggly, please. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that, that I got nothing really for life. Uh, um, I've got two straight four-day weeks, which is nice, I guess. Uh, I've just been watching a lot of football and just been lonely. But that's just standard stuff. I gotta, I gotta get back on. I, I, I still have to do the the jet program stuff, and then also I have to get it. We're we're getting closer into the winter, so uh, I have to get back on uh, messaging all of the breweries because they said that they would be hiring in the winter. Nice. So yeah, speaking of football though. Uh I might win all three uh fantasy fantasy leagues again. Or at least the fantasy team games. Nice. Um uh, I think I've 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 pretty comprehensively won. I'm up. Okay, yeah, I'm up to I'm, I I've thankfully been last place in the league, which is nice. In our league. Yeah, in, um in our league, I think I've already officially won that one. Why the hell did you start Jordan Love? I Look, here's the thing. It was because he was going up against the Denver Broncos defense, which is probably one of the worst defenses in the entire league. And so I thought that it would be smart to do that. And it, 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 I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I picked up the Green Bay kicker for the similar reason, to be fair. So I can't be too mad at you. Because, because Geno Smith, I think he was still questionable. So I didn't want to risk that. And then uh, I also didn't choose Trevor Lawrence because he was going up against the Saints defense and they're very good. So I just went with like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to pick up a mercenary for one week and just go with that. I mean, he didn't, he didn't underperform much compared to Trevor Lawrence, to be fair. Oh my God. Well, no, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence overperformed his uh, projected score. Really? It's a Gino, Gino Smith underperformed. Yes, I had, I had Dalton Kincaid on my IR and that was intentional to give myself the space to get Jordan Love because I already had Cal Pitts and I thought, well, Cal Pitts is playing better now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he only got seven points. Wait, how the hell did you put a healthy guy on IR? Uh, I put him there while he was still listed as out and I just didn't take him off. Oh, I thought you had to like force him back in. Interesting. No. Well, you got very lucky as well that the guy you're playing had the freaking Bears foreman on the bench who got 33 points. I Although had, I'm a big fan of you playing uh, Cortland Sutton against the guy whose team name is based on Cortland Sutton and just beating him with him. Yes, I, so I was so stuff. I was so excited about that because I picked up Cortland. I picked up Cortland Sutton and then I was like, wait a second, isn't there a team? Yep, <laughs> it's the guy I'm playing against. No, I had uh, Deontay Foreman actually in another league. 
Uh, this is one of the ones that I've mostly won. Uh, but uh, I had Aaron Jones starting. <clears throat> but the problem with Aaron Jones so far has been like he's been questionable for like four weeks. And every single time it's like, oh, he might be playing. No, he's not. <laughs> and so I wanted to make sure that like. Like I, I, I would be able to know right before the game started. If he's not playing, I need to sub someone in. And I had Deonta Foreman on my bench, but the thing is Deonta Foreman had a game had the game before Aaron Jones. So I needed somebody who had the same window. And so I dropped uh, Foreman, picked up Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> but Sorry. I ended up starting uh, Aaron Jones anyway. And I'm winning that one, uh, even though Cooper Cup absolutely sucked. Uh, and then uh, the one that I have officially won, uh, for some reason, my opponent has Kirk Cousins on his bench and has uh, Dak Prescott starting. You want to know who Dak Prescott is playing this week? No one. No one. <laughs> but hey, guess what? So I don't I'd know rather, what's going I'd on. Rather, I'd rather have Dak Prescott against no one than Kirk Cousins against literally anyone. I am up I 35 points. I am up 30, over 35 points against this guy. So I think that uh, Kirk Cousins would have to have a better game than Lamar Jackson in order, to, in order for this guy to beat me. I don't think that's going to happen, to be fair. And I had Lamar Jackson on my bench. I started Tua. I, I'm I got disappointed in myself. Because, because okay, we'll, we'll, get, we'll finally get into the actual things, uh, the actual wait, wait, football. Uh, okay, real go. quick, first of all, I got lucky because back on draft day, the per- I wanted <laughs> to take Lamar Jackson and the... I uh, she she took Lamar Jackson ahead of me by one pick, and then she played Lamar Jackson against me this weekend. So in theory, you would think that would have screwed me over, but thankfully I had Gus Edwards, Mark Andrews, and Zay Flowers in my team. So Lamar <laughs> had to throw to someone. So that's how I was able to win at least. But yeah, actual football. I've just seen your your note after the Raiders thing, and I'm I might beat your ass. To no, be fair. actually, uh, I I was I was gonna go straight to the uh, the the Lions because man. I, I I started Tua over Lamar because I thought that the Lions would actually were, were actually starting to put up a fight and they just fell apart. Truly, I, I, I think I don't think there's too much to read into. I think it's just one of those days. It probably it's just, was like, just something one of those just days. happened, dude. I did find it absolutely hilarious. Uh, Jared Goff had 33 completions. That's pretty impressive. He went 33 for 53. Not great. What? <laughs> Not great. But at least he was able to stat pad at the end for for the fantasy owners that did have him. But yeah, that's just a, a it was like a, did it become 35 to 0 at one point in the second half? I know it was 28 0 at half. I think they made it 35. And then the game just ended pretty much. But yeah, it's Baltimore's weird. I'm still not fully sold on Lamar Jackson. No, I'm not racist. In general? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's Be- the I I I think that Calling him the second coming, calling him the second coming of uh, Michael Vick does a lot of discrediting to Vick's yeah. passing ability. Uh, ooh, really? So, do you still put Vick ahead of him? Yeah. Or is that interesting? I mean, I think, he's that, a, I think that's uh, I think that Lamar is a better a better runner than Vick, but Vick was a better passer. I just need more consistency from Lamar because I watched him play like absolute ass against the Steelers, and I've seen plenty of games, and I've also I've seen well, plenty I mean, of Ravens of his, games. That's that's part of that style. I was ha- I was talking to my dad last night about it, but that's part of the style of play that, like, when you have that type of scrambling quarterback, you know, you have to be absolutely on your game, or else it's not a good time. And so that's what Justin Justin Fields is just a uh, like is just like an eighty five percent Lamar Jackson. Which, yeah. unless you are at minimum 95% Lamar Jackson, 
you're not you're not playing a good game. <laughs> yeah. And there's also the fact that Lamar Jackson's been missing for like half of his career almost because of how many that injuries too. he has. I've I've watched too many games of freaking Oh my god, of course I forget his name now. Tyler Huntley? Yes, I've seen too many Tyler Huntley games in my career. Tyler Huntley had one att- had one pass attempt. Of course he did. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> I just I just don't need to see him again if that's all right. Uh but speaking of Justin Fields, there was yeah, no Justin Fields. There was no Justin Fields. I I think that Tyson Bagant is like the Bears Fabian Herbers. Now I didn't watch the game. Did he actually play half decently? Or I barely watched the game, so I'm not sure. My dad was, but this was part of that conversation with my dad about it. That like, oh yeah, you know Tyson Bagant, he's he actually steps up in the pocket. You know he uh, he he actually reads downfield. He gets his he gets the pass off quick enough. And I think that's. Yeah, I guess, but also I don't like he's not actually that good. It's that the Raiders wanted to lose. Did you see that one uh like that one uh video of what is it? Peters like something Peters. Uh basically, he just sort of like lets bag lets lets a player run by him. He Ooh. just he doesn't even like attempt to tackle. He just I sort did of see like that. falls over. <laughs> All right, well, Marcus Peters. Kind of, there you go, Marcus Peters. Was that the one where, or was I seeing a college cup where the guys like kind of staring off into the sidelines during the middle of the play? I think I'm, about th- I'm thinking about something different. There was a clip in college football where, like, you know, the classic joke about like the controller died. There was a safety on the field who was just staring off to the sideline while the ball was in play, and he was just stood there because the theory is that I think he thinks the tight end had the ball and ran out of bounds. The tight end did not have the ball. The wide receiver had the ball, and then he just he just gets trucked for some reason. It's pretty funny. I, can, I have no idea to find it now. But yeah, it's weird because the Raiders actually had a few wins on to them this season. So I don't know why they would suddenly start like tanking or giving up. Maybe they just had a, a bad day. No, they I, like, didn't want to show up. Yeah, they were just so bad that it just it just didn't work. <laughs> it just did not work. I um, I got no, I didn't watch the game to be fair. So I, I was because I was watching uh, I was watching Patriots uh, Bills. Which I can connect to my thing real quick. Beautiful day for me in the AFC East and the Jets. The Jets did not play, but Buffalo lost and Miami lost, which is great. Just on a personal note, because I don't like either team. And in the standings, because I don't... The Jets' schedule gets easier and Miami's gets harder. Buffalo's been weird. There's a non-zero chance the Jets could win the division. It just depends on how bad Miami falls off. And the Jets also have to win their easy games. You want know the, the, the next game for the Jets uh, next weekend? The Giants, man. That's something else. Easy. easy. It should be easy, but I'm scared because of how easy it should be. That but is the good, a good news point. is I ordered, you know, the Roblo NFL hat meme. Have you seen the one hat they've worn this year where like half of it's the NFL logo, but half it's the team logo? Oh, that's I've ordered stupid. that for I've ordered that for myself, so I'm excited to wear that now on Jets game days. That's so stupid. But yeah. Um, before I mention anything else, I do want to also just bring up college football. Just real quick, uh, USC lost again, and I find that hilarious. And people it's, are now, and people are talking about wanting Caleb Williams to uh, in, instead of Justin Fields. And it's like looking at that, really, really, yeah, you, you I really mean, think that that's going to solve things? <laughs> he's fallen off already. Yeah. Well, they lost thirty-four, thirty-two. Oh, well, um, he's got some points at least. Yeah, and he. Uh, he didn't throw any interceptions this time. He's got he went 24-34 for 256 yards. No touchdowns. How's <laughs> the white have a rushing de- touchdown? 
has that Derek May guy done anything like the white quarterback? Because I know whenever there's like a generational black quarterback, experts just love to fall in love with the white quarterback. The only the white quarterback time. that I know of right now is Bo Nix, and he no, he's like fifty. Yeah, yeah. No, there's Derek May or somebody from Kentucky. I sent you the picture of the hat, by the way. But actually, that kind of reminds me of that 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 racist white quarterback thing. Do you do you remember when it was Tua versus Herbert back in like the the draft? Because they were the same draft class and experts trying to figure out who was better. I've kind of turned on Justin Herbert, actually. I didn't like him coming out of the draft because I thought he was just a white quarterback that people fell in love with. And then I'm like, oh, hey, this guy's good. The, the Chargers just ass around him. But now I've been watching more and more Chargers games and Justin Herbert just isn't. It looks like the opposite level. <laughs> yeah, he's like Herbert's nowhere close to Burrow at the moment. Or I, 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 how good I assume Burrow would be if he was fully healthy and stuff like that. But now it's like... Herbert's just not like Herbert's like I'm gonna have a weird power rankings here because usually like people would say like Mahomes Herbert not Herbert Burrow Allen I think Allen has fallen off because he's not been good Herbert's fallen off he's not the same I think Mahomes is just running away with it but I'm also a Mahomes guy but back on Justin Herbert like two has been better than Herbert this year and I know he has a lot more weapons, but yeah, just I was about to say, like, I think that there's also the other thing of like the weapons and the way that that offense is now built around him. He, he's just able to have more fun. Yeah. That, well, that explains to it. But Herbert just isn't as good as I thought he would be. Because I've, I've watched now pretty much two Herbert games. And I, it was against the Cowboys and the Chiefs, but still. Like, he's just missing throws. And he's just not. There's a classic joke of uh, Herbert just throwing interceptions on the last play of the drives. It just keeps happening. And he does have, like, a terrible head coach, of course. But I just, I think I might be starting to turn on Justin Herbert. Not like that, as I said in the notes. Um. Yeah. Josh Allen also made, to be fair, but that's another um, thing. And then uh, the last thing I want to bring up is, uh, look, I know that the big game was like, that's the Sunday night game, Dolphins-Eagles. That one, I don't, actually, I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch most of it because, we de- because they decided to do hot takes live in the middle of that game. And I wanted to watch the game instead, but I just ended up being on the hot takes thing. But no, the actual most exciting game on Sunday was Cleveland, Indianapolis, Browns versus Colts. That was hilarious. Deshaun Watson got injured again. That was great. And it was so funny, too, because the player gets injured. He rolls out. He's got like so much space. And then he just throws a pick to the defense. Completely uncontested. Punched down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. It it is like, you know how uh, we say it's morally correct to steal from Nintendo. And uh, what's it, it called? Is, like pirate Nintendo games? Yeah, it is morally correct to uh, laugh at him getting morally correct. Up. Morally correct to root against the Cleveland Browns, especially. I mean, root against the Cleveland Browns when Deshaun Watson is at quarterback. Once PJ Walker comes in, I like him. <laughs> oh no, no, no! You can like I can you can root for PJ Walker, but you also have to root against the Browns in general because of the fact that they acquired yeah, this man. and also and also Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Okay, my sister sent me an invite to download an app. What the hell is this? it's like a disposable why does camera? It always app? happen. Why does that always happen in the middle of episodes? And now it's like playing a freaking like hype video. Why is she? I thought this was for like journalism stuff. Why am I doing this right now? Uh, and uh, now because I have Europe coming up too now too right. Um, yeah, just about. I just wanted to say I I do like uh Miles Miles Garrett. He's still fun. He had an amazing game. Good for him. Yeah, no, he's very very good. This app is having so many people sign up apparently that it's it can't even get me in right now. So I'm going to talk about uh, Europe, I guess. 
Yeah. Well, I wait for that. Is that? I think that dude's wearing a Dora the Explorer fit. Yeah, he's supposed to be Dora the Explorer. He's got a pink shirt, orange shorts, <laughs> and a blue backpack. What the hell's my sister got me? I think my sister signed me up for a Ponzi scheme. I've not realized. Um, Brayman lose again. They put up a good fight against Dortmund on the road, but they lost one nil because uh, Dortmund's pretty good. That Julian Julian Brandt dude's pretty decent. Um, Gio Reyna actually came on, had a good shift for like thirty minutes, so that was good to see. Um, the the main story about the game was the fact that Brayman got to play against uh, former striker Niklas Volkrug, and it was just nice seeing him there. You can see like the players all saying hi to him after the game. I assume you've just read the note now, but I've compared it to seeing that one girl you had a crush on when she's got another guy and like she's in a happy relationship and you're like, yeah, fair, good for good for her. She should be with me though. Like I was just looking at Fulkrug <laughs> at one point. I'm like, he should still be with Brayman because he had a good game. He's just not getting as much service for Dorman as he should be. He should be at Brayman. And it, it does make me a little sad. And like it, everything worked out because we got money for him. He's in a better place. It's better for him in his Germany career, but he should just be with Brayman. I'm also Stuttgart still going for some reason. I can't pull up the table anymore because my phone's trying to sign me up for an app my sisters send me. But I believe Stuttgart's <laughs> still top of the table. And at the very least, their insane striker, Guasi, just scored again. He is top goal scorer of the league. That includes Harry Kane playing for Bayern Munich. That is remarkable, dude. Like they're still and they were in the relegation playoff last season. That's because the Bundesliga is actually fun, and we're going to get to the Premier League, and I also have thoughts when you were saying with one of the notes. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Chelsea-Arsenal was a funny game. Chelsea takes a 2-0 lead. Uh, the first was because of a handball penalty, which is just bad defending. The second was a cross that accidentally went in, which is a good narrative. And then Chelsea were chilling, and then their goalkeeper just passes it to midfield to an Arsenal player, who curls one in, which is really nice. Um... Oh, what? Nice. Well, I, I got an update. My sister messaged me. You can ignore the link. I just it, it made me invite people. So now she didn't even actually want me to join the app. I've just been wasting my time with this now. <laughs> um, do I even download this app now? Is this where I find Muslim women? I'm deleting that for now. Um, anyway, <laughs> do do you want me to take that out? <laughs> do, you, do you do you need me to take that out? <laughs> In my haste and my confusion, I just immediately closed Discord. Oh. Um, yeah. So that game was funny. And then uh, Chelsea ended up... No, Arsenal ended up scoring an equalizer soon after. So like the game was pretty fun. Uh, man, you are ass. Do you remember how he used to complain about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and about how there's no tactics and he just relied on individual talent? That's what man you are again. They it don't even have individual talent, do they? No, no. Individual talent like in moments. So like they won two one, and both of their goals. One was a, a a great goal from their center mid for some reason, and the other goal was a screamer from the right back. And that's but, just but not. They, I don't know how. Like I keep hearing about this Holland guy, and he's supposed to be pretty good. And I thought he was on United. Oh wait, no, that's Hoyland. Anyway, <laughs> um, what's funny is he is actually not bad. He's the top goal scorer in the Champions League, and he has zero goals in the Premier League. They just don't get him the ball, man. It's the, at one point Rashford had the ball wide, and Hoyle made three separate runs and just never got the ball. Um, I if you I, if you let me, I would replace the manager right now, but uh, I can't. And the good news is they play Manchester City next weekend. That's fun. Um, I've let me do the others real quick because I've got a feeling we'll have a discussion on the next one real quick. Um, I saw a tweet where there's a bunch of like powers that have been struggling this year. Lyon is bottom of the French league. 
Ajax is in the relegation zone of the Dutch league, and Basel is in last place in the Swiss league. Those are all remarkable uh, headlines, considering like the powers of those teams and the leagues they're in. So that's pretty interesting, at least. But yeah, the last Premier League, no, I just played like it the Premier the League's not hitting the same age. anymore. It is sure. the dawning of a new age. Uh, I think that the Premier uh, League just isn't hitting the same anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but like I'll just sit there and watch Premier League game. I'm like, this is all right, but like it just, I don't know. There's not the same gravitas or something. I think you, I, you're, you're learning that you need the spice of MLS. <laughs> no, I hate MLS. Um, <laughs> that's not it. It's just like they're used to. You know what it reminds me of? You know when you watch Sunday Night Football now, and like you know about the players and the t like the the recent form of the teams and their coaches and blah blah blah. Do you kind of miss when you were a kid and it would just be like Patriots Packers and you don't like a dude on each team, but that was it. Like you wouldn't know anything about like game plans or hot routes or audible blah blah blah. You would just watch some dudes play football. Man, that makes sense. But now like I you know, I get, that, so I get that with with college football now. Because I just don't know enough about college football that I could just turn on a game and it's like, I know Nick Saban's coaching Bama, but I don't even know who their quarterback is. <laughs> yeah, like that was part of the magic of like the presentation back in the day. Like, oh my God, Packers, uh, Patriots, they're going to play football. And now it's like, oh, zone defense versus man defense. Uh, is the halfback counter for seven yards. I don't know. We know too much. Yeah. We know I, too, I, as I, a society, love, we know too much. Yeah. I love watching football right now, actually. It's whisper. I might be starting to enjoy, obviously, not Brayman. Brayman aside, I think I've been starting to enjoy more football games I don't have a particular investment in than soccer games, weirdly enough. I, Maybe it's just I, because I've fallen out with the Prem, but it's, I'm, yeah, I'm also, it's weird. Also, I, I, I want to I see if we can, we can start talking more about hockey as well. <laughs> uh, hockey. What scares I, I, me about hockey is that. In theory, anything can always happen all the time. Like it, it takes like two seconds to get up the ice and shoot. Does that make I know. sense? Yeah. Like it's weird that in hockey, there's only like three goals a game. But, but it's like, constantly moving. Yeah, it's, you have it's six got the movement. It, it's got it's got the the movement of basketball with the scores of soccer. Yeah, and like I don't know, it's weird because you can literally score within like any fifteen second period. And you have 60 minutes. Uh, and I just I just don't know any of the hockey dudes, to be fair. But Carl Bedard scored in his first game in the United Center, which was nice. Oh, uh, my family, we decided to do our uh, end of the end of the fire season uh, Malort shot. And right as we downed the shot, um, Bedard scored. Nice. That's a good like time right the that. exact moment. Uh, so, yeah. But I, I, I think that a part of the issue with Premier League is that, you know, because I think it, it it does go back to like we we know too much as a society we we have too much discourse as a society to really you know Manchester City has dominated in the same way that Manchester United used to, but they do not get that same sort of uh, I, I guess treatment because of the way that they do it of the what like you know the 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 signing pretty much always just signing the best players possible they don't they you don't really see them truly like you know building from the ground up and a part of that is also you know there's so much discourse around oh pep guardioli is not that good you know i think that's uh i think that when you compare i don't want to make it sound like i'm saying that he is on the he is he is better than sir alex ferguson is clear of everyone 
But when you look at the way that, when you look at, you know, the accomplishments and the way that they're treated, Guardiola, Pep is just not treated well by, by, by anybody because of the discourse around like the entire thing with him. And I think that we've, we've, I think that overall, you know, humanity has lost its innocence in general. And it's like I think uh, that a part of that. A part of that is sports has lost its innocence in that. Well, now there's conversations about like, oh, well, the oil money. You know, that's it's it, it's it's ruined everything. You know, obviously, you know, dust to capitalism, but like, yeah. you know, oh, the oil money's ruined everything, and you know, we have to have all these conversations because we know too much. We just know too much. I don't even think it's that. Although your your pet point reminded me of the the Neymar Ronaldinho debate we had like a month ago, where like you ask most people Neymar Ronaldinho, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, Ronaldinho, he's my boy." But you're like, "No, Neymar is better." It's just why does no one rock with him the same way? But I think my issue is that like teams used to have magnitude to them. As we like, I, I'm going to sound like an old man here, but it, it feels like ten years ago all the teams were just better. We're like, I'm watching Chelsea Arsenal. And 10 years ago, that's like a big boy matchup. And now I'm watching just dudes out here. I'm watching like like the talented players. But I'm like, I'm watching Martin Odegaard versus freaking Enzo Fernandez. Like, who are these dudes? Meanwhile, it could have been like, you know, Thierry Henry versus Andrei Shevchenko. And like, you and no, and not even that, like I've watched like the 2010s when they weren't even that good, but like Eden Hazard's rocking up to a game or freaking uh Robin Van. I don't even know. It's weird. And like these players are just as good. It's just something's missing. I think I'm just it, watching dudes out here, dude. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it, man. Okay, I think this also goes back into uh, something that I always talk about with the fire as well, and I'd sort of like relate it to overall world football, in that athletes are the, the presentation of athletes has changed over the years. Um, because it used to be like you know back in you know I'll just try to explain this evolution from point to point, which is obviously early days. It's just a bunch of dudes from a factory. Like it's not fully professional soccer yet, but like you know, it's oh hey, this guy, good old uh, one eye Willie is is really good over there, and like it develops into professional sport. Then it develops uh, certain players to be quality players. That's like okay, yeah, we're gonna bring them around. And celebrity hadn't really been like a major thing in society yet. And then we hit you know, the 40s and 50s, you know, that's sort of like, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, I think I could, I don't want to lump them all together, but I think I could lump it all together with like, there'd be like one or two massive players, but they wouldn't be as massive as you would expect them to be now. It's just like, oh, for the people who know soccer and like, you know, within like the space of like maybe three countries, they know this guy, this guy is the one that you all care about. And I think that there was a lot of, I guess, democratization of soccer back then where, you know, you had teams like Hungary were pretty solid in like the 50s, (laughs) you know, like you could just have like a random country just get good because all of those sort of ideas were shared and soccer was was still a very simple sport back then. And then you get into the 70s and you get people like Pele and that sorts sort of like Pele was the first super superstar. And that, that that's when you start getting into what celebrity is in soccer. And then you start caring about the person and the personality behind it. And you get like, you know, guys like George Best. You get guys like uh like uh Maradona, where the fun is 
seeing what weird stuff they do on the pitch, but also the personality that they sort of inspire, the the uh, the the ideas and concepts that are held up behind them, and they, they had meaning, uh, like from the seventies through in probably through the nineties, they had meaning, and then you start getting more towards modern football, and you know, I think like the first guy that is the first true modern footballer uh, in terms of modern footballer superstar is Beckham because he was the first guy where you look at him and you look at the way that he played and you look at the teams that he played for and you think, I have nothing in common with this man. I have nothing in common with this man. I have no way of really relating to him. And I think that we have developed into a... uh, a society uh, and in sports as well, where it, it that that shows the disparity between people. And I think you know, I said uh, I said Beckham was was the first modern football, and I think the last the last guy in in, in major uh, in, in major so- like in soccer in general, like the last major player that you could look at and relate to was Rooney, because he was just a dude, <laughs> not very didn't really dude. seem very smart. He was just a dude, and I think that. You know, Harry Kane probably could have could have become that guy, but you just don't hear enough about him. You, you just like it, 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 he's he's so far removed from the people. I I think part of it's that we know too much about these dudes as well. Like yes. you, we used to just watch either like Robin Van Persie rock up for a game and kick the ball into the net, and now I see like what Bukayo Saka was doing on a Tuesday. But also reminds me of is you know that we're both, that we're both too connected and not connected enough at the same time. But that's that just Bell's, society. What's that Bell's graph thing? Where like it's like you start out and you don't know nothing, and then it's the middle and you think you know everything, and then you go back to think you know nothing. Where it's like, haha, kid, dude's kicking ball. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, I've I I found a tweet that is very good for this. Where it's guy who has played a hundred video games. Ocarina of Time not only changed the gaming landscape, but also changed my life. Truly a testament to the power, the staying power of digital entertainment. Guy who has played a thousand video games. You guys need to really hop on Billy Hatcher and the giant egg. It's like, what do we, yeah, there's too much going on. Um, I mean, that's, that's sort of part of, uh, you know, me, like, that's, that's the thing with anything. And I think that with the way that we have, uh, you know, the internet works and the way that, you know, once again, society works, but like, you know, with the way that like mass media works is trying to get you invested in a single thing. So I think we're starting to see that same sort of the same sort of thing. You know, you think of uh, you, you said it with the video games, you think of like, you know, Marvel, Marvel wants you to watch all the movies and they're like, hey, also buy the comics because that gives us money, too. And so you go from uh, having like, you know, just a few, a bunch of people like, I like Spider-Man. I like, I've heard of Captain America. I haven't really ever seen anything of Captain America. I like that. Uh, he, he seems fun. I like the Hulk. I, I had my, my Hulk gummies growing up, <laughs> the, the, the Avengers vitamins and stuff. And you go from that to people knowing so much and being like, why isn't Adam going to be in the next Avengers movie? He is supposed to be phase five. And, and it, it's, it's, it's just too much. And that you need to, break it back down and that's that that is the the bell curve thing of like yeah you start off i like superman and then the middle is like i need to have this specific obscure villain in the next in the next marvel movie or i will start i will commit arson and then you it goes off the other end the final end is like i like (laughs) spider-man because you just 
you know too much and you have to finally realize you got to give it up at some point and you got to start making new things. And I think that that's a, you know, I'm, I, 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 I think about this a lot uh, because of, you know, the, the current script that I'm writing on and the current project I'm working on involves a lot of discussion of that sort of idea of why do we have to focus too much, so much on everything when you can just make your own thing. And so I think that, yeah, you, 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 that, that it's just a part of why the Premier League just isn't fun anymore and why I think, you know, La Liga isn't fun. Why I think, uh, you know, Liga, maybe this season they might be fun, actually. We should probably keep an eye on that with Leon. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, you know, it's, it's part of that reason why it just doesn't feel as fun anymore is because we know too much and it feels like like there's too much of a concentration of stuff because if you if you go in just a little bit you're you're not able to go in a little bit you have to go in all the way because that's where twitter's going to send you that's where facebook's going to send you that's where all the social media apps it's like oh you like this thing you now need to know everything about it and you don't you really don't and you know it's nice and fun with the manning ca- like I, I, oh man i'm going to have to I'm going to have to say bad things about the Manning cast right now, aren't I? Because the Manning cast is fun because it's like, oh, you're sitting. You're, it's like you're sitting on a couch with two dudes and they're talking about the game and they know it very well. And so you're learning. But then the moment that you learn enough about the game, you can't watch football the same way again because you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's a there's a it's a it's a two man zone. Uh, he's he's going, man, uh, that's what they want to have happen. It's like you you, you suddenly know too much and you cannot watch things the same you cannot have that same childlike wonder (laughs) yeah and that that's where we are we're old we're old but i think that we're we're old in ways that uh, i guess uh you know soccer fans like us are old in a way that has never happened before where it's it just Nothing makes sense, <laughs> I guess. Japan. Yeah, Japan. <laughs> um, Sarazo Osaka were scoreless against Hiroshima. Uh, Kyoto lost 1-0 to Shonan Belmare. Early penalty doomed what looked to be an even game. Uh, and I actually watched all, almost a whole J-League game uh, Saturday night. What, what time Friday, was it? Friday at? or Saturday night. I don't really specifically remember when. I just know that I was playing... Ocarina. No, wait. It was Saturday night because it was after the fire game. Because, uh, yeah, I was talking to my dad before then while I was still playing uh, Wind Waker. I was playing Wind Waker, and I just decided I just I'm just gonna put something on on the side on my laptop. And I just saw, oh, the J League game is on. Oh, it's just starting. And so I turned on uh, Yokohama Marinos versus Consadole uh, Sapporo. Uh, as I've mentioned before, uh, the great Thai uh, winger uh, Supachak Sarashat uh, plays for uh, Sapporo. And uh, he was playing mostly as an eight, which is interesting to me. I still think that they should sign him, especially if he does play as an eight. Um, well, now's the time to sign him, I guess. Now you can actually make recommendations. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I turned it off after Marino scored a second goal in the 85th minute. It was like 2-0. And then I checked in the morning and it ended, five, it ended 4-1. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> there were three goals scored after the 85th minute. Uh, 
anyway, uh, Marinos is still four points behind Kobe, who are playing at the same exact time. And Kobe won 3-1 against Kashima Antlers. I'm not checking right now. I went way too long on uh, on talking about existentialism in society and yeah. sociology. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I was just going off. Uh, the relegation battle, as always, is more fun than the title race. Both Shonan and Yokohama FC won this week. Uh, and while the goal differential is pretty insurmountable, Kashio Raisal is only three points above Yokohama FC. I, I swear, Kashio Raisal just shows up like every few weeks. They do like, just think, show I up. <laughs> I don't think they actually have games every week. I think they just randomly pull up every once in a while. The big thing, Kashio has a wonderful academy. Interesting. So I think I think they're kind of like the uh, the Southampton of uh j league or no no like, they're, at, they're fc dallas dude i swear fc dallas doesn't play no. every week <laughs> i mean you have a point but like Southampton, like i think of it more as south where it's like oh yeah they're really good for a time and then they and then like their their entire like the good players just move off to other teams in the j league and so kashua goes back down <laughs> just gotta disappear for a bit yeah like, we'll, we'll give us like three years we'll be back uh, but with uh, four, with four games left, even Sapro is in danger. They're only seven points above on a four-game winless streak. Uh, That's not moving, good. On, moving on to women's soccer, uh, the Wii League, the regular season kicks off on November 11th still. Uh, I, we already mentioned this last week. Jeff and Osaka will be up against each other uh, the next day for their season opener. NWSL, the OL Reign pull past Angel City with an 87th minute goal from Veronica Latsko. They will be going up against San Diego in the next round. Gotham dealt with the NC Courage winning 2 0. They will be yeah. up against Portland next. And, yeah. and no Casey more racism. <laughs> and Casey Current hired uh, Vlatko. Of course so, they uh, did. Uh, I, I put that in the Discord as soon as I saw the news, but of course they freaking did the terrible KC franchise with their terrible logo. Hire the coach think, that failed okay. the US team. The thing is, is that it, it's very similar to like Bruce Arena, where it's like if you want somebody to do well in that in that league, yeah, you get that guy. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll see. I Bruce, mean, Bruce Arena is good in MLS. Lasko is good in the NWSL. He also did come in after failing with the national team. To be fair, so. Anyway, uh, as for the Red Stars, I really don't really have much. Shannon uh, Matthews retired ahead of the last game, and uh, it looks even more like Tierna Davidson is saying goodbye to the team. Uh, I have, I still have no information about whether or not Chris Petrocelli is still around. I, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, yeah, I that's there. great. Uh, well, I mean, uh, wait, wait, wait. I do have one. Is it Mallory Swanson's on the 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 Red Stars, right? Yes. She is overpowered in Ultimate Team. That's what I've heard recently. Uh, she uh, She is. Uh, she's been dealing with injuries throughout the entire season, or one injury, the knee injury. Actually, no. I think she came in with a slight ankle injury, and then she went out with a full knee injury. Um, and then uh, she does have her contract up, but with uh, Dansby still, you know, being paid very well by the Cubs, I think that she's gonna stick around in Chicago. Uh, moving on to MLS. Oh, is that usually my. Well, I mean, you the. I keep thinking you type this in, but I, yeah, I guess you just leave it, which is fair. I but just yeah, leave it. <laughs> who, who even cares? We had that deadline date. No one cared. Although it was nice. Uh, I was rooting for the Red Bulls to make the playoffs because one of my favorite things is watching the Red Bulls lose in the playoffs. At, and they're going to be home. And it's no, going to be another home well, game loss. Yeah, they don't even need to lose, lose at home as lose, as long as they lose in like tough circumstances. That's funny. But it'll be very funny now if they sneak at the end, get a home game somehow, and then just lose that home game. So, yeah. And the good thing is for me is either they lose, and that's funny, or they advance, and they lose in a later round, which is even funnier. 
Like, imagine now they play Cincinnati, and either they get smoked by Cincinnati, which is hilarious, or they beat Cincinnati and they lose in the conference final or stuff like that. <laughs> the only way that loses is if the Red Bulls win MLS Cup, and that's not going to happen. So I've won here, which is nice. <laughs> this is how I win. Yes. Um, San Diego the unveiled their stuff. Uh, Death to MLS. Yeah. Uh, can, can I they say this? Yeah, whatever. They use, they, use, they use Chrome. Which do you remember? Is, do you remember back in the day when when they tried changing the Sears Tower name, and they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're also going to paint it Chrome," and everyone's like, "What? <laughs> what is I, the I point of this?" <laughs> I don't hate the Chrome colorway per se, but the logo, the name, and everything about it is just more of nothing again. Let me just it, let me just look at this again and try to like describe it. it, it I guess. The logo is San Diego on top, and then the bottom is like a, a line, like a series of lines that creates a, a soccer ball, I believe. And that's yeah. it. No, it's no, I'm, San Diego I'm, trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out what I would say. Like, what is... There's just not even anything here to insult. It's just nothing. And what's funny is, cause I, so I had my Adidas trip, right? And one of the things we got to see was the San Diego logo leaked ahead of time. I knew this logo was coming out two weeks before everyone else, did, which is pretty cool. But when they showed it to me and my group of coworkers, with most of them not caring about MLS heritage, like those guys, don't, like they know soccer sometimes. They have MLS teams they track now, but they don't really care about MLS heritage. They showed that logo, they went, ooh, cool. And then I sat there, I'm like, what the hell is that? That's what nothing. Yeah. And that's, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, be, I was being shown a presentation, but all the cool MLS stuff that's coming out. Like I saw literally every jersey that's coming out next season. This and like I, 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 I was think just I set something. I think I finally have quick, something. I was real quick. I, I was just sat there pissed off about the current state of MLS and how yeah. modernized it is and how terrible it all is. This the logo looks like it's the logo for like a league. It's not a team logo. It's a league logo. It's not a. It, I think someone called it like a, a Pez fake logo, which Hold is a bad. Hold on. Let shout. me just let me just pull this up here. I I I got something here. Yeah, Jiggly's working on something. Let me just check the logo for here, and it looks like it should be it that the San Diego logo looks like it should be the logo for the Canadian Premier League. <laughs> That's fair. It looks like it should be the Canadian Premier League logo. It's just nothing, dude. It's absolutely nothing. It's so annoying. It's so sad. But yeah, like it, it's just. It is the most corporate thing that you can make. It's it is the most a perfect corporate word. thing. It's it's so corporate. It's corporate. And that hey, once again, that goes back into what I was saying earlier about why the Premier League feels so off right now because it feels corporate. And it's it it, it does it feels so impersonal. And you look at this logo, what what about it actually helps you identify with them? What about this team helps helps people identify with this team, so, you know? Dude, it's, I'm, I'm like, maybe it's just because I know about it more, but MLS is, is the most corporate league I know by far, dude. It's just money in America. I hate it, dude. But I am still going to watch every MLS playoff game because that's all I have left. It reminds me of being a kid. I'm not even lying to you, bro. Some of my favorite memories growing up were watching Western Conference games late at night, like Portland, Seattle, Dallas, Seattle. I'm so happy we're getting Dallas, Seattle again. And if the playoffs are ass this year, Jiggly, I'm going to lose it. It's like how um, this is a little, this is a little, this is a little too close to home. But it's uh, remember when you had your crisis during the fire playoff game? I, I worry that if the playoff MLS playoffs are bad, it's going to give me a crisis because oh. I will just have lost this. 
You know a what nervous I mean? break. Yeah, nervous yeah. breakdown. Like, what the hell else do I have anymore? Well, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about the MLS bracket challenge. So I think you've said you already filled yours out. So I'm going to walk uh, walk everyone through step by step. Oh, it won't, all, let me, it won't let me save what I had. So yeah, I have to redo it. But I'm I'm already pissed off at MLS, right? Because MLS is a, a bracket predictor challenge online, right? You literally are not allowed to predict the first two playoff games. The wild card games between Red Bull Charlotte and San Jose uh, Sporting Kansas City. It literally just starts you in the first round of the playoffs. So you either pick Cincinnati or the winner of the wild card game. You're not allowed to pick the winner. You just say the winner of that, which is I'm already annoyed about this. But we'll go we'll go game by game. So first off, we have St. Louis versus the winner of the wild card. Um, sporting. Let's let's Jose. let's say you know what we will ch- will decide wild card winners. So Kansas City oh, earthquakes. I, I take the quakes. Care. I could not care in the slightest. You know, it's funny. I sound like I sound like such a hypocrite. I could not care less about this game. This game gives me nothing. I'm not like I'll watch it. I like and I'll the try to have a good time. I'll probably go Quakes you know, like because the they give none of these teams give me anything. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I'm just looking at this like what this is such such a bad first matchup. I'm already annoyed, but it's saved because we get the freaking New York Red Bulls against Charlotte on the other side. I'm. Pick in Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, I think a Charlotte win away to the Red Bulls would be very funny. Uh, oh, mm. my only counter to that is you know how funny it would be if New York actually wins. Actually, and then yeah. No, no. the more that I think like, about it, the more that I think about it, it just makes more sense that the Red Bulls do actually win because that one. It would be because a Charlotte sucks series. so much. Well, not that. Uh, because Charlotte, uh, yes. Yeah, also, yeah, Charlotte sucks so much, and also it would be absolutely amazing to watch Cincinnati just beat up the Red yeah, Bulls for an because, week. because if if Charlotte wins, they get to host a playoff game and that'd be a great atmosphere. If the Red Bulls win, they get to host another playoff game and that's going to be terrible and they're probably just going to lose. So they're going to lose 2-0 to zero in the best of three series. So I'm down for that. But anyway, we'll, so we'll go, I guess, hypothetical St. Louis versus San Jose. I'm still picking St. Louis to be fair. I don't I, think they're going to win it, which we'll get to, but... I'm going to pick I, San Jose. Okay, you're already being stupid, Jiggly. No, I, I think that be, I think that when you have like three games over the course of three games, I think that I, I would take San Jose on that. Let me complain about MLS again one more time, by the way, because you know the format, but the MLS format for this round, it is a quote unquote best of three series where it's yeah. the first team to win two games advances. Actually, uh, now before you make fun of that, that is MLS heritage. That was the original playoff format. No, no, that I don't have a problem. <laughs> actually, no, I don't have a problem with that, actually. Uh, remarkably enough. I have a problem with the fact that if you're tied after 90 minutes, it doesn't end in a tie. And you don't get to go to overtime to decide a proper winner. You just go straight to penalties. So theoretically, San Jose can win 0-0 in St. Louis and only play 90 minutes and just win a penalty shootout. My dad was saying back in the original days, you could actually end in a tie. Maybe. I might might be wrong there. But like, you know what I'm saying? Where like, if you tie the first game, win the second game, that should mean you advance, right? Yeah. They should only have the third game if you tie burst the, both the first two. But because MLS wants to be fun and have excitement, they're doing a terrible penalty shootout at the end of 90 minutes. Do you know how legitimate that is, man? That's so bad. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old man again. Uh, we then immediately go to what might be one of the funniest matchups. Houston Dynamo, Real Salt Lake. I've got to pick the Dynamo for obvious reasons. Yes, I said Houston as well. Okay, we get LAFC Vancouver, and as much as I love Vancouver, I don't think I've watched. We Vancouver love Vancouver. I, I don't we love I've, Vancouver because they're the litmus litmus test. Like they, we love them because they lose. 
but in I also, the playoffs. They make I the playoffs. Also, I kind of have a problem with them at this point because they just do not win a playoff game. I don't think I've seen them win. A, I think I've seen them win one playoff game in my life. And they're up against an LAFC team that's pretty good. So I don't think they've, they've got a chance, do they? No. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, we're still agreeing. Uh, Seattle, Dallas. Um, I'm taking you know Seattle. How, you know, fair. You know how what I said about the, the Red Bulls? Exact same thing with Dallas. Same thing with Dallas. I love seeing Dallas in the playoffs just because I love seeing Dallas lose. And I think they lose to Seattle again. Because that yeah. also then sets up, which we'll get to later, a dream honestly, LAFC okay. Seattle matchup. Honestly, do you think that uh, Seattle versus Dallas in the playoffs is now part of MLS Heritage? Oh, absolutely. It's my, my favorite. <laughs> I it's I don't know if it's the, the my favorite, but one of the 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 games that's ingrained in my head, it was Seattle Dallas, where Walker Zimmerman scores like a corner in the 90th minute or something ridiculous. I've got to find the highlights of that. But what's good is another game that's ingrained in my memory is do you remember when I think it was LA's first year and Seattle went into LA and just beat them down? It was the best single game performance I've seen from a team in MLS history. It was Seattle all way to LAFC and they won like three one. They were so good that day. I am still taking LAFC in this. We'll get to, we, oh, okay. Well, we, we, we're still doing round down. one. Calm down, calm down. Uh, Cincinnati wildcard. It's going to be Cincinnati. Cincinnati. There's, there's, there's no Cincinnati. shot. <laughs> Philadelphia, New England's interesting. That's interesting. I'm taking, well, okay, it's interesting, but then you have to remember everything surrounding the Revs. Philly, Philly wins. Didn't, the Reb, didn't New England actually be, win in Philly? Oh, no, they won at home to Philadelphia at the end of the season, right? Let me see. They played Philadelphia. They had the lead, and they won that game. They beat Philadelphia at home. I, I, I just, don't, I, I just don't think that they that's they still have it in them. Yes, but counterpoint, funny. Imagine it would the, the be Red funny. Bulls, the Red Bulls after all this, and, and they just beat Philadelphia somehow. It would be funny, but I think that no, I, I think I think Philly takes it. I yeah, I'm going Philly. I think Philly Philly gives further narrative, which is nice. Yes. Um, Columbus, Atlanta. I'm gonna just Giovanni's uh, propaganda. Ooh, I do I like Columbus. Columbus. No, Gio Komakis is clear. I think this is what Gio Komakis is just going to go on a tear. But what, what I, I mean I is, like. what I mean with Kucha Hernandez is also, I think that Columbus team is built better, and also Wilfried Nancy. No, I, I do love think it. I love him as a coach. Yeah, no, that's going to be really as as a neutral like. Taking away all like the the jokes I make about MLS, that should be a fun series, especially with both teams having a home game. I'm excited for that. What I'm not excited for the slice is Orlando Nashville. That's not giving me Orlando. anything either. I don't care. Um, yeah, Orlando Kenny, will win it, but it won't matter to us. I'm gonna go Nashville. Actually, I think Henny Mokhtar is just gonna be better for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so then we go back across. We get St. Louis Houston, and we've both got the same answer here, don't we? Well, well uh, and for me, it's San, San Jose Houston, but we both have the same answer. It's Houston. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's Houston. It's Houston. Uh, <laughs> it's Seattle's Houston. not Seattle's not winning this. Houston, Seattle's gonna get MLS so hard by Houston. I cannot wait. Although I do need to give Real Salt Lake credit because I forgot about when they beat Seattle last year. One of the funniest games I've seen. So yeah, maybe MLS still does have that ma- some magic because th- that Seattle game last there's year. Like, was there, there's a little magic left. Just yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, I remember that game. Well, like no shots on target. It was really good. LAFC Seattle. Oh, that's gonna be good. I say LAFC. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but I think it's going to be LAFC. I'm going to go Seattle. Because, because Seattle, if this was a one-game playoff, single elimination, I would take Seattle. But since it's a best of three, I'm taking LA. 
I think my dad was telling me Seattle's got a really good defense. I've got to double check that real quick because I think that might be key. Ah, they're they're only slightly better defensively. Seattle. That, wait, Seattle's actually the 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 higher seed here. Yes, they H- are. I hate with the freaking. Why is it format like this? Thing? But okay, so yeah, Seattle actually scored thirteen less goals than LAFC in the regular season, but they they've got. Uh, I think I'm that, still going to go Seattle. I, I, I'm taking LAFC, but I think that once we get to the conference final, we will have the same answer. Uh, uh, over to the know. Eastern Conference. Uh, Cincinnati, Philadelphia. Cincinnati. Ooh, uh, no! I go Philadelphia. I think they're gonna have the experience. Really? Yeah, I, I think I think this because I, I, I can't see Cincinnati going. All also, the way. I think, I think I'm sorry. You're the one them. who t- you're the one who calls Philly bottle jobs. Oh, they'll <laughs> bottle it eventually. Yeah, I'm not picking them to win the tournament, so that's fine by me. <laughs> I got Cincy going through. <laughs> Philadelphia is my late stage Red Bulls. I know Philadelphia <laughs> will be fine the first two rounds, but then it gets funny. They uh, literally only lost MLS Cup because Gareth Bale just showed up for a game. It's so funny. Showed dude. up one. It showed up for like five minutes. <laughs> he, was, he played five minutes and beat them. So st- how do you score in stoppage time of MLS Cup and not win the tournament, dude? That's so good. Columbus, Orlando. Well, well for me, it's Columbus. But I've I think I'm taking. Gonna, you've got cool, Atlanta. You've got Atlanta, Nashville. I have I Columbus, Orlando. I'm taking dude. Orlando over Columbus. Really? Just gets, considering that message, matchup, I'm taking Orlando because you're just saying how much you like Columbus, Pereja. Oh, I don't like. I don't know. The thing uh, is, is that the thing. The thing to me about Orlando is that it is unlike Columbus, where I kind of know like what's going on there. I don't know what Orlando's doing, but it's right. working, and I don't all understand. I know, <laughs> all I know is Duncan McGuire is pretty good, apparently, but that's it. I don't understand uh, what it is that Orlando is doing, but it's working, and I don't get it. <laughs> it scares get, me, honestly. I'm going Atlanta, Nashville. I'm going Atlanta over Nashville. I think <laughs> Almada Giacomakis is too good. I don't know how bad they are defensively, so that might be an issue, but uh, I'm rocking with them. I so think. we get to my final four, and my final four is Houston, LAFC, Cincinnati, Orlando. Okay. And you have. I've got Houston, Seattle, Philly, Atlanta. Are you picking Houston here? I think picking, that's what you're alluding to. <laughs> I'm picking as, Houston. As much as I love Houston, I think that's a bit too far, especially because they've already won the Open Cup. And my brain kind of pieced it together. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but I think, you know, the, the haha Cena win memes I love to reference? That might be it this year for Seattle. We might have such a crazy, stupid, wild season. And then we look at the end of it like, oh, hey, Seattle won again. Like, what the hell, man? I think that there is something wrong with Seattle. Like there's something there's something deep on the inside that like left them with Garth, <laughs> which is fair potentially. But they did, were they were the two seed somehow. Yeah, like, because the Western Conference is trash. The Western Conference is bad. It's just bad. overall is trash, it is, and it that's why bad. I think that Houston can run the Western Conference. But once they get to the final, it's done. <laughs> I think that's too much fun for MLS. Unfortunately, that's my worry that it's too much fun. MLS yeah, never gets the really yeah, fun. I thing. was I was considering. I, you know what? When I looked at Houston LAFC, I thought, yeah, Houston could beat them on the day. But if it's a once again best of three, yeah, I guess LAFC probably has the better of them. But I'm still picking Houston. That's fair because you're a man of narrative. Uh, yes. I've got Philadelphia, Atlanta, and now these. Now I'm going Atlanta again. Actually, I think I'm going Atlanta again. I, I, you're I don't saying mind Seattle, Atlanta. Atlanta. 
I don't mind Seattle Atlanta, although it's uh, weird because like I'm so used to being in North Atlanta, but I kind of forgot how annoying they are. In theory, this would be Seattle Toronto because that's one of my favorite things when the Seattle just played Toronto. It's just Seattle Toronto. <laughs> this is this is the next step of Seattle yeah, Toronto. This is just Seattle Toronto, but Atlanta's gonna pretend to be Toronto for a bit. <laughs> and I love Geokomakis. Uh, and so for me, for the Eastern Conference with Cincy, Orlando, I'm taking Cincy oh, over Orlando. Do I hope to hell it's not. I can't say hope to hell. That's a bad phrasing. I really hope that final is not Cincinnati, Orlando. It's going to piss me off. There is I no have, heritage there. Well, no. the, the, tr- the There is no heritage in my MLS Cup final with Houston, Cincinnati, and I think Cincinnati wins it. But mostly so that all fire fans can rise up against the against the club because they're like how did cincinnati do this they did it in a season (laughs) that's that's a great segue to the fire section at least but that would piss me off no but like i i'm i'm for it i i let me just say uh i'm I'm learning that uh it's nice that whenever i'm stressed on the podcast i can just grab like i think i mentioned about like i've got my uh my mom's old hockey stick next to me now. <laughs> and so whenever I get angry about a thing, I just grab the hockey stick and hold it like I'm cross-checking somebody. <laughs> okay. Let me just tweet out my bracket. It's just so everyone can yell at me. I, the, the number of goals throughout the tar- whole tournament, like, I don't know. 69. Just immediately put 69. I'm putting in 30. That's fair. Because, that's, I mean, that seems wait, like the closest. That is way too jiggly. You know how many games they're going to be? Oh right, yeah, because it's like Jiggly. best of three. Oh god, thirty. I know. You know what, Jiggly? I hope there's thirty goals total. I also I hope, hope there's thirty I hope, goals. I hope every game sucks. I hope, <laughs> yes. this, I hope, I hope the playoffs make me want to kill myself. <laughs> uh, but I put in fifty-four. How about that? Fifty-four. I got sixty-nine because that's the the sex number, of course. Um, yeah. So wait, actually, let me figure out how many games are gonna be. Let, let's say on average. Okay, wait, wait, wait hold on. 5, 10, 15, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. There are going to be 27 games. Yeah, 50. Probably, probably about 27. Okay. That's, that's two goals a game. That's not, that's not yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's that. Uh, congratulations to freaking Columbus is going to win somehow. I guess. I thought you said. Despite, I thought you said Atlanta. No, no, I, no, I, I, no, I picked Seattle to win it, but it's going to somehow end up being Columbus actually for some okay. reason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do we both? Do we both want to go in uh, joint on this? Uh, put put it out on the Sad Boys account. Uh, I've just tweeted mine already, actually. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tweet out before you even said anything. Thanks for thanks for looping me in on that. Um, I'll I'm find a, your tweet. Work grown, man. <laughs> We're, we're we we we're business partners. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, you skip me? over that? Um, business partners. Gotta emphasize. But no, I'm kidding. Business. Uh, I, I'm. It, it's still loading for me. I'm trying to tweet it out. I, and of course, Twitter. Twitter is taking way too long to load in. Uh, I, I what is what is all of the other things? I, I'm just tweeting out the 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 a screenshot of mine. Like I'm not I'm not doing that. I probably should have. I don't know why. I probably, yeah, I probably should just do I'm going to delete that. Oh, cool. I just retweeted it. Come on, man. I'm deleting it anyway. Um, okay, I'm deleting mine. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to take a screenshot and then post it. Hold on. If I know how to take uh, no, it. No, no, no. Take the screenshot. Put it on the, put it in the chat and so I can tweet it out at the same time for us. Screenshot on Mac. How the hell do I do this? Shift command four. Shift command four. Okay. I've I'm do technology. 
I did it at a bad time. <laughs> Shift control four. There we go, baby. That is how you take a screenshot, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, how do I how do I what do I do with this photo now? I've just opened the photo. How is that gonna help me? Oh, I hate being stupid. <laughs> Wait, how do I, I, gotta, I can't I, help you. It's Mac. I don't know that. No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you on Twitter because I don't know how to open up Discord on here. No. Have fun with that, buddy. Oh, well, can you send it through Twitter DM so we can tweet it out at the same time? I don't know. I'm tweeting. I'm I'm sending it to you on Twitter. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh my God, where where'd it go? Where'd no, it go? That's your freaking account. No, stop. I freaking lost the screenshot. <laughs> Wait. Where the hell is it? We gotta talk about the freaking fire, dude. That's we gotta a talk about the season. fire. We have to talk about the entire season now. <laughs> oh, we're not doing that. Well, hey, we'll do a little bit of that. End of the season is, means means an autopsy. Where the. F oh. I'm just going to send you a low quality ping of the freaking Adidas logo. Have fun with that. Buddy. Fantastic. There's <laughs> that. Um, uh, what I always wanted. <laughs> um, let me go back. I'll go on my phone. All right. Start talking about the fire. I'll, I'll send you an actual screenshot in a second. Oh, but I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with you. What? What's the matter uh, you? Yeah, but yeah, but what's yeah, the matter you? Uh, the fire lost the fire. Or not if you, if you couldn't figure out by that, uh, the fire are not in the playoffs. No, they're not. Sorry to break it to you guys. <laughs> All right, that's been sad, boys. I've been odd, huh? uh, But yeah, so yeah, so. Oh yeah, that is a really low quality PNG. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> the King Kong game. Uh, but yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, fire, what do you have to say about the game? Oh, bro, I like the game was nothing. So the fire went into New York City FC. Um, wait. No, how do I sign in? Um, the fire went to NYCFC and just lost. It was Kloppus tried to like pack it in and like steal a goal. It wasn't even that. It didn't even feel like that. It felt like they were playing for penalties. It felt like they were playing. They, they, they were hoping for overtime. Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do, to be fair. Like, it just, they never came out. Like, they, the fact that they started Fabian Herbers ahead of Hale Selassie kind of describes it all, to be fair. Of how they approached the game, they they tried to they wanted to keep it zero zero for as long as possible, and then just get a goal at the end or like steal one from a set piece, which they've done before, I guess. But also, like that's no way, that's no way to live, you know. That is no way to live. No, and I like, think it, 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 it was it, even uh, not, here comes another cry for help. But it, it seems like the way that I sort of describe, uh, you know, um, it's a Radiohead quote, and I I think about it a lot in terms of my own life. I'm not living; I'm just killing time. That was yeah. the fire. <laughs> that was the fire. They were just killing time. I did send you the screenshot finally. I did figure that, out, which is the good news. But yeah, it hey. just it just like, and that was the kind of thing in, in deadline day in general. Like it was a fun like 20 minutes, and then nothing happened until the Red Bulls got the penalty at the end. It was very unmagical, which is scary about MLS again. <laughs> but yeah, like they just. Yeah, and you also uh, Alonso Aceves is starting a must-win game on the road, which is interesting. Um, there's that. Uh, Dumbia, I think Usman Dumbia is going to be one of those really funny play fire players in like ten years' time. They're yes, like, he's going to be the next Kali Chum. <laughs> no, 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 Kali Chum was bad. Usman Dumbia, well, in, in terms of like remembering the name. 
Usman Dumbia literally showed up, played a bunch of like 6.0 out of 10 games, and is just going to dip now. <laughs> he he never did a single thing, good or bad, the entire time he was here. He just existed for a bit. And now he's gone. And now, he, now he's gone. Um, Yeah, in terms of the game itself, there's nothing there. It, it's like, it was the typical fire performance where they don't really get going. They never really woke up. They didn't come close to playing how they played against Miami. It wasn't as bad as like Charlotte at home, but yeah, they just it's exactly how you expected that game to go. Yeah. So we got that part out the way at least. Um I, <sighs> it, 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 they just it I don't know how to describe. You know? <laughs> I don't know because, how to describe it properly. And like the thing is too, the problem with uh, the fact that we've done so many um, indictments on the fire is now it is actually we time for indictment on the fire. That's I. I t- it, what's really funny is no one even cared about my post game article because I don't think people wanted to look at the hashtag after the game because they're all sick of it. And that's how I felt. I was doing my article. I'm like, I don't want to write about this team anymore. I just I don't have it anymore. Like, what is this? It's just the same thing every time, and it's just I don't know, dude. I want to think- be I want to I want to be hopeful for next season. But the thing is is that then we're hearing, you know, oh yeah, uh Heights and Pelts are coming back. They're just coming back. It's just going to happen. Dude, if It's just I, happening. I'm telling you, like obviously you know this by now. But I I that's that's one of those fire things that is so stupid. I don't actually think they can do it. Like even I, I've gotten to the because point because no, it's so stupid that the, that you think they they're not going to do it, but that's exactly why they're just not going to like say anything about it. It's just going to be like, hey, did did is Heights back? And they're just be like, oh yeah, I mean, we didn't make an announcement or anything. But they're not they, going to announcement. It's just going to happen. <laughs> well, that would make sense if he had a, if he was under contract for next year, but he's literally not. It's going to be a really quiet post. They're not going to tweet it out. It's just gonna it's just gonna happen. Dude, um, that's going to be, I, I cannot put into words how bad that's going to be if it does happen, because I don't know how, I, I know like you're still going to be a fan and I get that, but I don't know how anyone you will know, be able to be I, a not, fan of the fire. I'm not, uh, I, I, I mean, on, on that, uh, a part of that conversation that I had with my dad the night after the game, uh, he said that he wanted a an announcement one way or the other on monday it is monday there's no announcement and he said that if there's no announcement he's strongly considering uh like not getting season tickets for the season after next because he already paid for next seasons he's not going to cancel it but the season after (laughs) i do because like what's the point (laughs) like you I mean, pretty much he he understands in the same way that you sort of realize, like I go to fire games for the social aspect of it because I don't really have much else going on in my life. But like, he's just like, yeah, I'm fine just staying home. Like he doesn't want to deal with it. Like we might just switch like one ticket and that's just like me getting a getting a ride from like Terry. (laughs) And like or like that could be like your historical ticket, right? Because you still have one historical ticket. So we still have the name in the database and and everything. And that's not even a fire season ticket at that point. That's just dude. It's like collecting a sports card. Yes. And that is that is a true NFT. (laughs) Okay, we're getting to NFT somehow. Fair enough. Uh, Um, But. Uh, it it really is just 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up because I remember me saying us saying like what we weren't going to know who this team was until a certain game. Uh, I want to find where that point was and then see if we knew who the team was by then. I think that it was we wouldn't know who the team was until uh, June 10th against Columbus or. Oh, God, I remember those conversations. Yeah, I don't We're remember specifically. And and I think that, honestly, when you look at that, June 10th, by that point, we knew that the team was bad. We knew that the team was bad. And then, of course, we went on like that, that, uh, that run of like what, uh, five wins in six games. It was a good time. But <sighs> we, 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 this, this, this team has no identity. They don't know who they are. They don't understand who they are. Uh, and it, it, it's, it goes back up to the big thing with Heights is less, you know, oh, he doesn't sign the right players. He takes risks where he doesn't need to take risk. And he doesn't understand what taking those risks means. Because you look at Lugano, a team that he's actually done well for. The entire organization is 52 players in Lugano. <laughs> he has the space to make bad decisions. He has the oh, wiggle room yeah. to make bad decisions, but he can also make good decisions. He, he does not have that luxury with the fire. And also in Europe, you can easily just like buy out a contract or send a dude to like a lower division team. That's very simple. Yeah, or just, like, or just like push the, the dude. or you can just eat the contract, put them down in the U21s because it's like, oh, well, I guess that didn't work out. But like, yeah. MLS, you have specific roster slots. You have specific mechanisms that are specifically designed for specific things. And if you don't use them properly, you're gonna suck. <laughs> and, well, I know we're not talking about heights now, and I don't know when we should even mention this, but I kind of want to highlight the question because I know Guillermo tweeted about it, where it's like, oh, you look at this roster, how could you ever expect to make the playoffs? This roster isn't that bad, right? We do not... The thing is, is that we have a bunch of role players. We are a team of role players. The fire are the fire are the MLS bench mob. You know, we have a bunch of really solid depth guys starting. (laughs) Like that's definitely true. with striker because Kutsias is is a great backup striker. Shakiri is a legendary backup striker. Shakiri is a great second option. He's not the main guy. Um, Fabian Herbers is starting at the end of the season, which is not what you want, of course. No. Um, Honestly, I'm fine. I know you may have problems with this. I'd be fine having a player. If we had a very good left back, I'm fine with having Miggy off the bench. Really, yeah. I'm fine with him off the bench. Oh, yeah, because I MLS backup. Yeah, I don't I don't care at that point. Gaston, Gaston is a solid like, you know, spot starter. Yeah, it, like I mean, if if if, he, if you keep him hungry, he's going to do well. And so as a spot starter. As someone who's like right on the bubble of getting into the starting lineup, I'm fine with him there. Although, that is, well, 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 first of all, what the hell is the fire going to do with Maritza Pineda, by the way? That guy is too reliable to not play consistently. I was, I was about to mention him where it's like, I, I like him. As, I think he like, should be the spot starter. As a, as a center back. Oh, I forgot. We have to freaking figure out where he's at. <laughs> I forgot. We're we have to figure to out who he is. <laughs> so, like, it's it's this whole thing of I like. Forgot about that. The fire. Uh, I think that honestly, now that I think about it, you know, we get 
the whole thing of like, oh, you know, Mansueto does care. I mean, look at all the big swings he's taking. And I think that that's part of it because you look at the big swings he's taken. Every single time he has taken a big swing, it hasn't worked out. Wait, but pretty much what's all the, the DPs. What's the yeah? What's the big swing that's not Shakiri though? Uh, all the DPs. That's what I mean. Aliceta. What I mean, what I mean by that was a big deal. What I mean, what I mean by what I mean by big swing is those guys in those like high value roster slots. So any DP, any uh, any U twenty two player, and so he's taken a lot of big swings, and I think because he took big swings, is part of the reason why it, it, it didn't work because he's taking big swings on guys that you should be bunting like i don't know why i'm why i'm getting into this analogy but like he's taking big swings on contact hits you know like it, it you should not be giving too much you, you shouldn't be giving too much to that like it, it's it's a it it you know uh what the, the uh the thing about ken griffey jr where it's like oh yeah he was a very good home run hitter but really good at hitting really bad pitches and just getting them out to the outfield that is all we needed for some of those. We just needed something to get to the outfield. And he took big swings on them and fully missed. So by by and so to take that analogy into what is actually happening, you know, a guy like uh well Ali Seda apparently may have been supposed to be a U22 player. So we'll we'll put that down. But Gaston Gaston should have been a TAM player from the very beginning. He probably yeah. should have been a TAM player from the very beginning. Yeah. And, you know, Barich, I mean, we, we, Barich was, was a, a straight-up swing and a miss, and that wasn't even, like, trying. I mean, I, I keep going back to, like, I don't know. What, did RJ ever actually say his opinion on Barich when we got him? Or did he only say that later that we should have known better? <laughs> Interesting. Cause I swear he's because he, I swear I remember him saying afterwards like I don't know how we expected a guy from a guy who couldn't play well in the French division to do well here. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Why didn't you say that earlier? <laughs> yeah, I, no, because I remember when, when he was signed. I think RJ was ahead of the curve because I remember when him, him and many others like me were like, he's got one goal in the French league. Why? Why is he yeah. the DP striker? And so, like, I think that's you know we we're taking big swings on things that we don't need to take big swings on. And therefore, you know, you look at this roster and it goes back to what I said earlier when I said about David Akam, where like, you know, you need obviously high level, but like, you know, you need a lower high level, you need a high level. You need to make sure that you have that full balance of the squad. And we do not have that balance of the squad, both in positions, because we are so overclogged in the attack that it is stupid. Well, or at least not in the attack, in, in attacking midfield. We are so overly clogged, and we're going to be getting Georgie next season, which is like, how how do you how do you solve that problem? You got Georgie, Goody, and Shakiri. All of them need to play in the middle. Oh, I didn't think about the Georgie. Thing. All of them That's, need I to did, play yeah, in the middle. I did not realize that him and Gutierrez do not work. And on the then same you roster. also still have to have available Mueller because you're paying him. You're paying him to be a starter. You have to do something about that. And if we keep Marin, which would be great for us. But then you think about, well, how do you play him? <laughs> how do you put him out there? It's it, oh, it, so like we're taking risks where we don't need to take risks. We're taking big swings on players that like we shouldn't be taking big swings on. I mean, Shakiri is not your first choice and he should not be your first choice as your big name DP. He should be 
down the list. But then again, I mean, we keep hearing, oh, yeah, we kept trying to get these guys. We kept trying. And there's a difference between Bigly, signing players is hard. hard. Well, but I think there's a difference between signing players is hard these days versus signing players is hard back in the, like the 2013-ish Houtman era, where we kept getting random names attached to the fire. That was, I, I said this before with like the Lee King and stuff, where like that was when it was somewhat interesting. And it's like, okay, we can kind of see where they're going with this. We can kind of get a, a, a better picture of what they're trying to do. But now, oh yeah, we took a, we, we, we really tried with, a, with one player. And uh, honestly, the, the, the names that we, ca- that actually would come out, garbage. I think it's absolutely garbage. Oh yeah, the I'd never forget the freaking the Zahavi leaks day where everyone's like, "Wait, this is this is it? This is what we're doing? <laughs> this is who we're getting?" Then uh, also there's the other guy uh, that played for Tigres, I think, not Tigres. Oh no, 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 no. Dinero. Eduardo uh, Dinero. Yeah. Nice, but... No, because he's sucked since then. Guys, oh, he has really. Yeah, he's fallen enough. off since then. Hey, you, uh, at least the Fire heard. are good at not signing bad players. There's, there's a step in the right direction. They're good at signing bad players and not signing bad players. <laughs> let me just check. Yeah, with Pumas. Uh, let me just check this on Football Reference. Uh, since then, he scored five goals this past season. It's not great. Uh or at least 2023-2024 season. So yeah, this is 13 games, so it's this season. Last season was 14 goals. So, I mean, that's better than anyone on the fire. Do you want... No one... Only one player on the fire scored more than five goals. Oh, was it, and it was I know, six. I think Hale Selassie ended tied with Shabil. Did he pass her? Ended the season... No, he passed. Our, our leading goal scorers this season... It, this is a professional. The leading goal scorer, number one, Marin Halasalasi with six goals. <laughs> Zuran Shakiri, Kai Kamara with five goals. These guys played over 27 games each. <laughs> four goals for Fabian Herbers, four goals for Casper. Kutsi scored three goals. Shiho scored two goals. Goody scored two goals. Mueller scored two goals in 10 games. Gaston with one goal, Tehran with one goal, Pineda with one goal. It's stupid. That's not I just, great. I need to actually, you know, I'm looking at overall MLS stuff because that has to be the least goals in the league. No, no, it isn't. they're not okay. because they're just remarkably spread across. Yeah, it's just so spread out, and that's that's what happens when you don't have a true a real goal scorer out there. And so that's what I mean by we have all of these guys in the attack, and I think that let me just see. I don't think Football Reference has the specific data that I want to see, you which is possession, in the, which is possession in the final third. You know what Simple said? I have the Fire were the third worst team in the Eastern Conference. They were. I mean, the fi- you know what's funny? We don't realize the Fire were actually bad this season. They weren't just like meh or a little disappointed. They were actively bad. And I think that like a third- lot of people don't want to think that. I think that a lot of people want to avoid that consequence. <laughs> I I just I think that, I think fire fans don't want to think about the fire anymore. Yeah, let me just check uh, where the fire are. Okay, so touches in the attacking third. I need to find where the. Oh God, that is bad. The fire are third worst in touches in attacking third this that's season. Uh, that was uh, that's ahead of Nash. That's that's past Nashville and Colorado. 
but oh god yeah they they man have did they just oh they just actually did not get any touches <laughs> they had uh the fourth worst possession in the league uh behind uh st louis portland and philly but i think that the reason why they didn't have much possession is because they were just more efficient with scoring yeah. so you think about that because two of those teams were incredibly efficient at scoring let me just go back up to uh goals scored by teams and yeah st louis is third philadelphia is within the top 10 in scoring and then you look at the fire and they are they, they are inefficient with the ball and they also don't get the ball very often so it's just doubled on that. And I think that that it just goes in deeper. The more that you go into that, the more you realize within the stats, I, they, they talk about wanting to be money ball stuff. Well, they don't actually talk about it, but like they talk about it like it's money ball stuff. And so it's like using advanced metrics. We think that actually this team is good. No, no, they're not. Looking at advanced metrics, you start seeing a lot of, a lot of just trash from this yeah. team. They're just not that good. And like, I mean, that was epitomized last game. They just weren't there. They didn't try to do anything. Let me see shot creating actions per 90. Uh, yep, the fire had the third lowest shot creating actions uh, per 90. They had yeah. 18, 18 shot creating actions per 90. Let me see goal creating actions. Oh, they, 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 they actually did a bit better. They were better than, they were even better than Seattle with, with goal creating uh, actions. But, you know, the actual goals scored, not so much. Or I think that goes, into, that, that goes into, you know, we're bad at creating chances, and we're also bad at converting on those chances. <laughs> or the, where's the, Guillermo, wait, I can, I've got him, think, he had a good stat about how bad the fire actually were against half-decent teams. The fire went 4-11-6 against playoff teams and were outscored 37-22. to Against the top five teams, they were one six and two, and outscored eighteen to nine. Fire just beat a bunch of bad teams this year, pretty much. Yes. Oh, I'm good looking heavens. at this. I'm looking at this now. Uh, so I said that the fire were third were third worst with uh, shot creating actions. They were ahead of Dallas and Charlotte. Weird. Dallas and Charlotte have had more goal creating actions than the fire. <laughs> so out of less shot creating actions, they had more goal creating actions. Yeah, and I think um, that that that, that it, the fire were both the fire were both inefficient. Not even both; they just were a lot of things at once that were bad. And I, I don't know how to read defensive actions. Like the metrics on that are very difficult to like sort of parse through and figure out what they mean. But it's just let me see progressive distance. Oh God, progressive distance carried the fire were fifth worst. All right, uh, enough about the nerd stats, but what right, you you reply to this one? I just saw the Sandalo. The average points during George Tice's four-year tenure so far, one point one eight, so effectively one point two points yes. per game. That is not good. What was my response? You said, you just put consistency, which is oh fair. yeah, consistency. That, that, been, yeah. I think they've been in the same spot every year, because, right? Like they missed the playoffs by a bit, but. Because the big thing that they said, I think last year and the year before, well, no, yeah, the year before when they didn't change the roster for, between 2020 and 2021 uh, was, oh, we want to make sure that we have some consistency here. No, that was bad. And now we have consistency from last season to this season, and it's still bad. 
And so we're going to have consistency again by having the same people around. And we also are stuck into a lot of really bad contracts. Well, because what's also the problem is that every... The Fire have two options every offseason. is either keep the same team or rebuild. And when you keep the same team, you're like, oh, wait, the same <clears> team sucks. And then when they rebuild, the, the explanation is, oh, they don't have time. No matter what, the Fire will be bad, apparently. And my biggest issue is that, like, we go... I've learned no fire season that truly matters anymore. But like, you know how we used to say like this season will matter. Let's say next season doesn't matter. So that would make this off season very important. But what we always hear is that you don't want to sign guys in the winter off season, like your big names, because they're more available in the summer. But there's no way the fire can get away with waiting until the summer again. Right. In theory, the fire can do anything at this point. I know team. I know too much. I know too much. That that's um, that's the name of this episode. I know too much. Knowing because too I much. think because I think I think back to the reason why I got into really fully being involved with the fire stuff. Because obviously, you know, I was around when I was a kid. It was yeah. fun. We'd go, and then you know, fire would win, and you know, maybe sometimes they'd make the, like when I was really little. You know, they'd make the playoffs. I don't really remember that very much, but I do remember you know Blanco, and we'd make the playoffs, and you know, oh well, we'd lose to revs in the playoffs but like it didn't really matter because i thought the season was already over i didn't really know much yeah. and then you know around 2011 ish uh, 2010 2011 ish uh i started learning more about the team uh because you know obviously t- 10 11 years old you're like oh i'm more interested in this 12 12 13 years old i'm, I'm more interested in this i want to know more and i i that was the point where it's like, oh, wait a second. So the fire haven't been to the playoffs since that 2009 season. And I kind of want to see that. I, I want to kind of see a playoff game again. And 2012, they make the playoffs. I wasn't able to go because it was how it was a school night. And I don't think any of us realized that it would be the last attempt at the playoffs until I was in college. And that, and I think that says a lot about this team. And my, my column this week is uh, I, I've got it titled as uh I don't think you'd know this because it is anime, but it is the anime that it's the anime for people who don't like anime cowboy bebop at the end of the final episode, uh, every single episode it's you, it usually just says, uh, see you, see you space cowboy. But at the end of the final episode, it just says you're going to carry that weight. And I think that whatever decision that Mansueto makes with this team, he's going to have to carry that weight. He's going to have to realize that what is happening is I don't want to know anymore. So many fire fans do not want to know anymore because we know too much. <laughs> we I just, think I think everyone needs a break from the fire. Like genuinely. We but truly the problem do. Is, the problem is you can't get that break until they publicly tweet out, hey, we've moved on from Heights of Petzler. If they'd done that today and be like, all right, guys, we're taking a month off. Just don't think about us. Like, all right, just cool. don't think about it. We'll be back in a month. Just, t- just treat, take care. Like, there are the playoffs, so many issues with yourself. this team. But now the problem is, yeah, every day that goes by with heights not being removed, everyone's like, wait a second. Wait a second. You know? I'll just... I, 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 I know too much. Like, I, I, because I'm looking at these numbers, and then you're like, oh, no. It's actually so much worse. I, I, think about it this way. Like, when, when, do, you want, do you want the government to actually come out and say that there's aliens? And that we're actually in <laughs> danger because of aliens. Do you want uh, the government to come out and say that? You're, you're learning to like the classic question, of like, would you want to know when you die? And the answer is obviously no, because what's the point of it then? 
Like, no, no, not even that. Like, not even, not even that. It's Im- that there's any imminent danger. It's just like, oh yeah, there's aliens out there, and uh, you know they do want to like harm people for science projects. But like, you know, like it's it, it's not like it it's gonna happen. Like, do you want the the government to come out and say there's aliens and we don't know what their intentions are, or do you no want shock. them to just not say anything? And I think that's where we're that's where we are. Where we know that the aliens are there. We know that there there are dangerous aliens out there, but we. We just t- cannot process that. So have you- we know we know that the fire are genuinely so horrifically bad, and there is nothing that anyone is going to do about it. Have you have you accepted Heights staying then already? Have you gone through the stages of grief, or like, do you still think he's out? What are the stages of grief specifically? Because I oh, think I, I'm not I'm not fully I, through them yet. I think I'm I think I'm in like uh, well, not even the fire in general. We're just like with the Heights stuff. I know you broke up. Just like with the um, the height stuff in terms of the uh, let me see. Uh, I, I, let's see. Okay, so it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. I'm still in the depression stage. I think. I think That's I've fair. just reached that right in, right right here, because I, obviously denial is no heights isn't heights is. It can't happen. And then anger yeah. was that day where we heard, oh, yeah, it's happening. It's like, why? Why are they doing this? And then bargaining is, prob- is probably what I got re- got really big on just being like, no, I should be GM. G- if, if only to get rid of heights. I think right now is very much the depression stage. It's just like, I guess, I guess it's just going to happen. Uh... It's, it, it's it, it, again, I... I, I have to keep saying I just know too much now. I I because I, I can see inside the code. <laughs> I can we, see what's happening, and it's we, not good. We used to just rock up and watch dudes kick a ball around for a bit. We're like, this we is used, nice. We used to be kids, and we'd go to to Toyota Park on a like a a, a Saturday or a Sunday, and <sighs> our mom and mom would get dip and dots, and we'd just sit there like near near Section A, and maybe we'd cheer along as well. But now we we know things, and that's not it's not good. <laughs> well, we I, know things. <laughs> I think what might be the biggest problem too is that, um, at least for the fire, it always kind of felt like they were at least trying. But and recent I, years, I don't think they are. Well, I think you completely lose that by keeping heights. Yes. I think if they I think if Hyde stays it's just, it, it, no one cares. It, it uh, there there's there's obviously the phrase like showing ambition or showing a lack of ambition. That is like the opposite of ambition. I don't know what that word is. I'm going to go to Thoris Thoris now. I I just looked up the uh the the uh I, <laughs> the stages I, I, of uh, of grief. Now I'm going to check the source to see what is the opposite of Ambition. Ambition. I've been looking up a lot of antonyms actually recently, so that's fair. Uh, apathy. No, that's not what I want. Uh, aversion. I guess. No, I don't know if there is. I think there's no word that describes what I want to say. The 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 opposite of ambition. The pulling back. The the actively pulling away. It is. It's like when you play football. Magic FIFA. There we go. <laughs> I, no, I don't even think it's going backwards. I think it's like when you play FIFA. Four, you just kind of sim a week. 
I think Joe Mansoor just has like it simming in the background. He's got no idea what's actually happening. I, like, I think oh, he hey. does. No, I think he knows what's happening. And the problem is, is that I don't think he understands it. That's the problem. I don't think he understands. That's why I wanted. That's why I genuinely just want to talk to him, even if it's not for an interview. I just want to talk to the man <laughs> and just be like, hey, "Okay, hey, Joe, wait a second. Do you know what's going on here?" He's like, "Do you understand? I got no idea. Dude. <laughs> no I, idea. Dude. <laughs> we were playing at Soldier Field, and I stopped doing things. <laughs> I got us. So, okay, here's the thing, because this is what this is what I'm holding on to because uh, there 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 is a group of uh, you know fire fans that were able to talk to him when like that first game against that first like away game against Seattle and like, you know, all the, all, a bunch of fans were there and like Mansueto was there as well. Mansueto actually does go to every single game and people have seen him and he sits in the crowd too. So like it, it, it happens. I think that the big thing to me is ask is where his, um, where his ambitions lie with the team? Because I think that he, really likes the idea of using this team as a way to better the community, which is not a bad thing, hmm. but it's a soccer team. <laughs> it is a soccer team and you do have to win games. That's <laughs> yeah. Cause like, and, and you know how I feel about Joe Mitchell like, during all this time, you know what I've said about him and I've got a feeling that I think that, I think that like, and, and I think that you are wrong about that, that he is just another Houtman because Houtman was just sitting no. there collecting, collecting collective bargaining paychecks. I think that Mansueto, Mansueto has more ambition than that, but I don't think that ambition is on the pitch. Interesting. Because surely, I think people will start to turn on Joe after, if I stay off, of course. Because that'll be bad. But like, I've always... I never, I never fully thought he was as bad as Hotman, but I've always had the, the background thinking of, Joe could fix this. Like, I think that's been the, the message in general from the, the fire community. Of he just, can hey, hey, fix Joe this. It. It's about... So will he? Yeah, it's about whether he's going to get up. And, and, do like, that. and the, the thing that always annoys me is he got up to force him out of Soldier Field, like to force him out of Bridgeview. He paid big bucks. He got that done quickly. He, well, he is it, capable. That's, I think that is less about him specifically. Uh, the, most move, the, the most that he did for this team that everybody was really seeing was when Houtman was still there and him essentially trying to stop Houtman from fully destroying the club. He, he took over a... Uh, he took over the team while it was in a like a death spiral nose jive straight into the ground. He pulled up the team, but then suddenly realizes I don't actually know how to fly this plane. So we're just sort of going to glide. I'm going to cut the engines and we're just going to glide to wherever we get to. <laughs> I think I mean, that, that, he's cut the engines. That's that's I think what's happened. He's cut the engines. We are just gliding. I I don't know because uh, and as, as hard as it always sounds like we we had four years of those damn blue jerseys. And that that should not be happening. But, well, hey, you you now work with Adidas. You know that like once they submitted design two years ago, and they're like, hey, can we change this? No, we're not changing no that. I don't. I don't <laughs> think. Joe Mansoor has got enough money where Adidas wants. Oh, he was like, oh, you'll pay us money. Okay, yeah, fair enough. We'll just make it blue instead. Well, I it's also it's fine. also because they waited so long. I think that the pe the people who were in charge of that were just so annoyed that Helpman had forced it to be wait had forced them to wait well, so I, long, and they're like, "No, no, you're doing I think, this." I think the problem was because remember what happened initially is that they they forced Adidas to change it to blue because you, do you remember? I think um, Marty has the the jersey that was supposed to come out in 2020, the the red one where it's like the stripes on the shoulder. 
They yeah. had already forced Diaz to make that blue. Yeah, that's what I mean. When, like they, when the fire came back again, like, hey, we need to we need to force changes to right again. They're like, what the hell, man? No, no, we're not doing that. But I also I, think if Joe Matsuo's got too much money for that to have happened. I think that But anyway, that that's that's my tangent anyway, because I I know if it sounds a little harsh and I guess we'll see in a few years how, how that goes down. Because I know people will turn on Joe Matsuo if height stays. That's uh that's very clear. Was there a moment this season where you thought that things actually turned around? Um, I thought they were going to make the playoffs after beating Miami. But that's not really a turnaround because the MLS <laughs> playoffs aren't real. At no point did I actually think like the fire would be like an actual good. Like I, I think the Columbus game made me realize just how far they are. But yeah, at no point did I ever think the fire were going to be like an actual good team. I don't think. Yeah, I always thought they'd be like, okay, in MLF terms, and they'd probably make the playoffs at like some stages. But at no point did I think, oh, this is going to be a good team. Like, they're nowhere close to well, that. Not, not, not like, a, like average. I mean, yeah, because I think that I think that there's a lot of fans right now that do still think that we just played like an average MLS team. But no, we were bad. We were bad. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I who who finished seventh? Like the seventh place, Nashville. The fire is so far away from just being Nashville, and Nashville finished seventh. You know what I mean? The fire like are, it, the fire are so far away from be, from. Honestly, the fire are so far away from being the Red Bulls. <laughs> oh no, the Red Bulls are awful right now. I don't know if you've been keeping track. The Red Bulls are so far off what the Red Bulls used to be. It's it's a miracle they even made the playoffs to begin with, particularly. Or like the, the, you know Charlotte, like both Charlotte's both of those teams. Club. Both of those teams are bad, but I mean, the Fire are far off from being Montreal. Char- they're Char- far off from being the NYCFC. DC United is ba- was, it, it finished with the same points as the Fire, but they are so much better. <laughs> like yeah, all those teams, you're like, oh yeah, they, all they do is like get like one or two more players and they'll be safe. The Fire are so far away from that. But then I again, also, well, almost isn't real. I mean, the Fire could. The, the thing is, is the Fire could get one or two players, but how do you fit those players in? Because where we need help is where we're logjammed. Where we need help is where we're logjammed, which isn't even wrong, but that's a hell of a statement. Yeah, because we have a bunch of mid-level guys in the same exact spots. And so how are you going to play those mid-level guys? (laughs) Uh, You keep the exact same team for next year. Except you replace Kai Kamara with, uh, uh, I was going to say Alan Gordon, but they've they've already done that one. Who, who's whoever's the next free agent? Yeah, screw it. Will Bruin. Will Bruin. <laughs> the exact same. No, actually, it's it's somehow Kai Kamara again. Even though he said he was already done with the team, it's just going to be Kai Kamara again. Uh, it's um, it, it's just a big part of how bad this team is that we just don't under that we don't understand how bad it is. Yeah, we I, don't understand I, how bad this team is. And also, I think people don't want to think about that because that's not a fun thought. You don't, you don't well, wanna, you know, I don't want to think about death, but it happens all the time. Hey, my like, buddy texted me this morning. He's thinking about death. Right? I don't need two dudes texting me about how to think about death. Okay, I got, I, got enough, I got enough one cry for help a day. Okay, I can't, I'm not getting paid by anyone to deal with this. So, um, like, it's it, it. What? But my point is, is that like we don't want to think about it, but it's just there. It's in front of us the whole time. Look, Jiggly, I don't even know if I'm covering this team next season, man. I don't know if I can do that again. So that, that's that's my that's I don't even know about that man. There's nothing to know right now. No, there's nothing to know, but we know it all already. 
That's the problem. We just know what's going to happen. I think that this this uh, the, the season autopsy right now, because what I think the past few seasons that we've done this is like, oh, we've actually talked about like, you know, oh, the ups and like, yeah, not very many ups, but like, you know, the way that the season has gone like, no, this is this season is even about this season. It's about like the next four seasons. Are because you-, you see what happened this season and then you see their plans for next season and you think, oh, there's no there's no way that anything's going to change for like a decade, a, another decade. I think the only truly memorable thing I'll have from this season was when they beat Miami and yes. then immediately followed up by losing to Charlotte because that was the perfect synopsis of the Chicago Fire. Of You have this great, amazing game, so many people, you put yourself in the plus one, and then you just lose to Charlotte. I'm going. I'm looking through the entire the entire season, and there's like maybe one other game this season that I actually remember. In terms of like, it be, okay, because like, you know, like I remember. I remember like you'll you'll remember it next year. Is what yeah, we're talking about. There's things, that, yeah, the, the games that we'll remember next season. You know, the, so many of these I only remember for other reasons. You know, with. Yeah. The the uh, that the Cincinnati game that was a draw, you know, well, it was an incredibly cold game. You know, it was nice to hang out with people. It was it was funny that it went it was three three somehow and on, on a game that you would expect it to be very low scoring. It was three three. I completely forgot that game existed. Yeah, like the only thing that mattered was that it was cold. That was the only thing that anybody would remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, what I remember is um, where is it? I I found a funny. Oh, how, how bad I was about the Toronto games. Remember away to Toronto? That game I don't pissed even me off. Remember that? That was a game. <laughs> yeah, that once again, me off. I don't remember it. Uh, the the uh, that that first that first one against Miami when I predicted that uh, Kai Kamara would that that the Fire would have a late goal from Kai yeah, Kamara to nice. win it, and I predicted the exact score. They, Very happy about that. I did forget. The DC United, I did forget my man, a guy named Negri, scored in that game, which I got to be careful with. Um, uh, the, the DC United game where I was in the press box and got to got to ask a question, Rooney. That was nice. Minnesota two one. No idea. I yeah. No idea. Remember that I was. I don't remember anything that happened in that game. I just remember being surprised about it. That was the only thing I remember about that game. The fire. They blew the lead against Philly, which was yeah. I remember. Don't I missed remember. Atlanta. I remember. I missed Atlanta because I had work at Dick's Sporting Goods, which was funny. Don't remember. Oh, Corey Burke game at least Red Bulls. That was nice. Yeah, he did score. Mm. I don't even remember how or game i just know that small score nashville uh, st. Louis, st louis was a nice remember, day do you remember getting smoked by nashville st louis was a nice that. day at least no do, do you remember the whole thing around that because i had heard reports that that ezra was already fired when they started that game against nashville he was already fired <laughs> wait really oh my god yeah colpus's first game was st louis yeah he was uh, Basically, whatever happened in that Nashville game was not going to matter. <laughs> oh, and that was really funny, <laughs> too, because he played a backup team to rest for the Open Cup and then just got fired anyway. It was so funny. Yeah, St. Louis week was the only good week, I think. Uh, yeah. Wait, no. Only, only yeah, good the week. only good oh, oh, week. And uh, um, Portland, when they beat Portland and Casey in the same week, that was funny. The Fire won in Portland and then in Kansas City in back-to-back games. In the and we same don't week. talk about it. And they just ruined it because then they lost. Well, no, the Orlando lost. Okay, the Fire had a stretch where there was win in Portland, win in Kansas City. They didn't lose in Orlando, but that's whatever. They then won home Nashville, Montreal, Toronto. How the hell did they win five out of six and then do nothing with it? Oh, my God, because I'm looking afterward. They lost four out of five. Yeah. That's, they, no, they, they lost, they lost five out of seven. And the other two were draws. 
They went winless in Correct. seven games. Yes, yes, yes. And then they beat the Red Bulls on the road for some and also, reason. And also, of those seven games, they only scored in two of those. <laughs> and well, actually, they went scoreless in five of those games. Yeah, it, five it, straight. They, they were scoreless. The and then they ended the season with two scoreless games too. Actually, so it's yeah, the the only the only other memorable games that I memorable game that I do want to bring up was man man shoot ball from midfield. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, that and was. Four, Poor Spencer Ritchie hung around the locker room afterward because he was like, he's like, okay, if anyone asks, like, I will talk to media if I need to, but no one wanted to ask him a question because we all just felt bad about it. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's just, but like, yeah, that. Oh wait, uh, it, the thing is, is that like so many of these, uh, obviously because we didn't win very many, like a lot of like. I, a lot of the games that are like are coming back to me mentally. It's coming back to me as like, oh, I was really angry about this. Like uh, when we lost to the guy to the Galaxy, I was so angry that I saw Maya Yoshida on the Galaxy. I was like, why do they have him? Why why couldn't he be on the fire? Why do they have Maya Yoshida? I've wanted Maya Yoshida for like three years and nothing happened. Four years even, and then uh, the DC loss. That was honestly kind of hilarious. <laughs> The most legendary own goal. <laughs> Fire just never showed up for that game either. And there are so many of these games that you see, like, how many games were? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games where we gave up three goals. And then, the, of course, uh, the, then there was a ninth game that was a DC United game. We gave up three, goal, uh, three goals in eight of our games. Not great. And of course, in three of those, we did score three goals. But like that is, that's so bad. And then, hold on, who scored all those goals? Because we heard about the top goal scorers list earlier. Who the hell even got all those goals? Sorry, I don't even know. Well, let me just check. Okay, four-one win against Miami. That was two Shakiri, two Marin. Three, uh, we're three. The, oh, we're not doing this whole season. We're not but, doing uh, this. But like, I guess, yeah, who it, it, because all of it was sporadic. It was just like a random goal here or there from like Fabian Herbers. I mean, early on, early in the season, that was Kamara. That was Kamara early in the season. Oh God, when was the last time Kai Kamara scored? Kai Kamara's last goal uh, in MLS play, I believe was, was it Sporks? No, that was Herbers. That was the Timbers. Because uh, it was Herbers and then Kamara late in the game. Uh, so yeah, his last, his last MLS goal was on June twenty first. And what's sad is his last goal of the season in total was the really funny one where he scored against Minnesota in the League's Cup, and they immediately got a photo with a fan. Yeah, it was so funny. But like, it's I don't like. I, I think you can understand why I I, I keep taking pauses because I don't want to say what is going through my head, which is, I think I want to be done. Uh-oh. I don't, and, and, and I don't as, want to be done. As, as soon as that first thought comes in, you're in trouble too. I know, yeah. and I know how scary that is too, because like, we're, this is a whole other thing that we probably would do like a whole other time. But like, you've, there's so much invested time and energy. You're like, wait, what the hell? It's like, you know, when people end a long-term relationship, you're like, but all this stuff. What I else put do in I here. have in life? Yeah. No, no, it's it's not even that. It's like, well, what else do I have? 
Yeah, and like you would. <laughs> what you else would, do I have? It's scary, Adnan. <laughs> you, you would. Uh, all right, calm down. You would pivot eventually to something, but it is it is a damning thought to have. That I don't want to. I don't want to have to deal with thinking about this team anymore. I definitely think everyone needs a month off. But the problem is, as I said earlier, you can't get that. We month can't off because everyone's because we worried don't about. Because <laughs> everyone's like, it's like trying to go on vacation, but there's like a freaking pig in your living room or something, and you're like, well, I can't leave the house yet. I can't leave just, the house yet. Just, no, there's no, there's an animal in my living room. I got to deal with that first. But then it just sat. I don't, I don't that know. That thing exists here on Earth. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I can say this on tomorrow's podcast. Or I'm going to accidentally refer to Joe Mazzotto as a pig, or not pig. Uh, no, George the, the pig. The the, the 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 fire as an organ. I mean, yeah, I guess it would just be heights because it's is like it, he's just there. Well, he, I can't he's leave the him. The room. Yeah, he's the elephant to the room. Actually, he's like, all right, there's a whole ass elephant. <laughs> we got to deal with this first. <laughs> you can't go on vacation yet, dude. There's a. Do you think George? Do you think uh, Mansueto clocked out for the day? Do you even realize? I think you know. Uh, I don't know if he he'd end his day at three or five, but uh, no. It's but the problem actually is that he. I I would this would make a lot more sense if Heights was signed for next year and the fire just quietly kept him, but they have to legitimately actively re-sign him to keep him, and that would be utterly baffling. I think that once again we get to the next the other thing. That we keep saying, which is, who do you bring in? Who would want to be here? Well, we know who the head coach is going to be. Oh, oh, uh, head coach is a different story. Who would want to be here as GM? Oh, heaven only knows. Well, no, because it's freaking Chicago. You should want people to want to come here. But, it, and also, the Fire have actually been close to getting some solid people to come and in. They have, they and have and money. MLS steps in. Uh, and then MLS yeah. steps in. Hey, but you look good at this point. Fair enough. Like it is, <laughs> it is to the point. I would, you know what? I would like to have a nice, a nice long and like uh, uh, productive and respectful conversation with Mansueto. And I would like to bring my hockey stick to go talk to Don Garber. No, like, I was going to say the opposite. Maybe we haven't realized, but Don Garber is a man of God who is just trying to keep people away from the fire at this point. <laughs> it's like Jermaine Jones. Is like I want to play for Chicago, and Don Garber's no. like, No, you don't. Trust no, you don't. Me. No, no, no. Yeah, we're sending your ass to New England, dude. If you're not, and then he had a good time in New England. If he was in Chicago, we find his life. <laughs> yeah, you want to no no Philadelphia? They'll take care of you. Don't worry about that. Garth Lagerway. No no no. Go over. Go go go. You stay in Seattle for now. We'll we'll send you, you actually, over to Atlanta soon. You actually had some freaking hope of messy Chicago. Don Garber was like, "What the hell, man? No shot." Um, well, it's well. No, that was mostly because the the league said, "Yeah, we're gonna put everyone's name in a pot if you put in money." It's like, why would you do that if it's if it's already that he wants to go to Miami? Yeah, so he, I was just he, like, he, "Okay, cool. If it's everyone in the pot, let's let's see." He was not going to Real Salt Lake at the end of the day. Would been hilarious. Think. Actually, no, it was it was Sporting Kansas City who who oh, uh, who Kansas actually City. put Ronaldo. in who put in a bid a while before. Oh no, they they put in a bid for Ronaldo. Oh. Yeah, but the, which would have been oh my goodness! Imagine imagine Ronaldo playing in that freaking playing game against San Jose. Loses two nil. It's one. I think that is that is the theme of this episode, which is we know too much. We can no longer enjoy things. Uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's oh. not even. It's not even the uh, the 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 uh, fighting in the age of loneliness thing, where it's like, oh yeah, everything is commodified, and you know it. it you know it's all capitalist. Like it's not even that. It's just we understand what's happening, and. I don't like it. I you don't like what? that I understand what's Jiggly, 
I will take care of the elephant in the living room. You you go on vacation for a bit. You, I don't know I, if I can. I will I will sit there and I will just stare at the elephant and I won't do anything if it starts acting up. But I will just I will I will pretend like I'm taking care of it. I said that I like uh, I, I was I talked with my uh, with with my therapist and she's like you you should start treating you know the things that you already do as a job like a job and so it's like well, that's writing about the fire but man. I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to write about the fire. No, I don't want to do that. I, th- I think your therapist. We need less fire stuff, Jinkley. That's the we gotta- She doesn't know this yet. She. she <laughs> wait. Okay, I made this joke to Adnan after because I I made a it's just like a passing mention of like oh yeah the the fire season. I, I, to my therapist, I made a passing mention about fire season is over soon, so I'll have better time to like you know uh, schedule myself and keep a solid structure. And I realized in saying that. Man, she is so lucky lucky that we're getting to this at the end of a fire season after all hope is gone so that she doesn't have to hear the 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 true ups and downs of it. And I and also even if I'm doing this right now, I think it's more she's not ready to hear everything. Yes, no, <laughs> she is no. not ready for it. We have um, on a Do you have any things? Okay, yeah. Do you have any things that can we can talk about? Uh, there's a really funny video of Mac Jones doing the gritty, so that that's kept me entertained at least. No, the well, Hunter he, Henry nah, gritty. He, no, the Hunter no, Henry he, gritty was so bad. Yeah, but he, Mac Jones is somehow even, he just does like a freaking high legs or something. It's really funny, actually. He looks like a cartoon character. Um, um, wait, wait, wait. Um, uh, bah, 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 where is it? Oh God, I don't have this thing saved anymore. I was gonna read out the freaking wait, wait, wait. Can I do it through here? It's the bees, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. You you heard me where you say the. Where'd it go? You're looking. You're looking for the pins, right? <laughs> I, found, I found the crying picture of me again. The crying PNG photo. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I looked at the pinned messages, and I just see the the most recent pinned message from uh, March twenty seventh of this year. <laughs> wait, wait, let me look through that. Look through the, the photo. Oh, there's B. Uh, there's the bees again. Oh, nice. I like how that's been pinned. Yeah. That's the yeah. only pinned message we have the entire year. The that's only nice. pinned message the entire season. I think that's a great uh, four pins. <laughs> Two actually needed things, the bees reference, and then... No, no, one of them isn't there. actually needed. One is one is genuinely needed. That's the game plan. Yeah. And then it's and then it's the sad boys finale that just like Which to make one, sure that we have yeah. it there. In, the, in case of emergency, we need the bees, obviously, for... for, bees. for and then the most recent <laughs> we just need there for like comedic relief. Just, just so that like whenever, whenever we have a moment, it's just yeah. yeah I guess that yeah. the, I didn't even send you the memes for today. Hold on, I got to do this. Well, okay, because because we need this, to, uh, starting with this. Because I mean that's that's the thing for us is that like we have <laughs> we have nothing. We we have nothing that we can actually do. Uh about anything and so we're just out here and it's i man i hate it i hate that i know so much and i i really hope that i don't have to oh oh yeah but i did send you the picture uh from saturday morning was oh it was friday with uh the giraffe licking the walls still You remember the giraffe licking the wall that I told you about? Maybe, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, now I do. Because it was because la- on Christmas last year, it was after us discussing thoroughly about how you wanted to punch a giraffe, and then I went to the giraffe exhibit 
on Christmas. And there's just one that just stands around licking the wall the whole day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just like we went to the we went to the zoo on Friday and I just saw the giraffe outside licking a wall. <laughs> I just man, it I guess I guess these are the four that I'm sending for this one. Uh it starts off hot and then it just what sort of the like goes hell somewhere am I else. Looking at? Okay. Oh yeah, and and the freaking <laughs> podcast, dude. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think this is how tomorrow's podcast for me is gonna end with with Alex not. and Guillermo. I think because I guess we need to be the comedic relief. I don't. We started. We started off uh, the. We we did some pre-show stuff talking. Wait, no, it was actually in the episode where we're talking about Lucy Dacus. And there's a Lucy Dacus song, I Don't Want to Be Funny Anymore. Uh, we are the comedic relief, but man, I... Uh, there's a... I'm just going to keep referencing things because it's the only thing I can do right now, which is uh, at the end of... Have you ever heard of the opera Pagliacci? No. You have to have heard like jokes about Pagliacci because I know that the Bobby Petrino joke from the, uh, from, from the Falcons documentary was a Pagliacci joke. Um... But uh, at the end, it, it's it's a tragedy, but it's supposed to try to bill itself as a comedy, and like it's about a clown, and like it's everyone's supposed to be happy, but like it slowly starts devolving because you know things go wrong, and right before I think it's the last line, the the actual last line of the uh, of the show of the uh, show is uh, I believe someone is about to get shot or stabbed. And the last line is the is the main character shouting out "Il comedy it finite." The comedy is over. It that that is that is what this that that, that is what we're doing. I guess that is who we are. Oh, uh, or let me. <laughs> it's not the same, but it reminds me of the silence wench. I no longer wish to be horny. Only I only wish to now. be happy. I, we no I, longer I, wish to be funny. Hold on, I have I have that video saved. Where is it? There we go. I'll just post it for us so that we have yes. it. And um, uh, I guess that's. Uh, <laughs> I just love the freaking echo on it. Um, yeah, my main advice is even even with the the looming shadow of George Heights, um, just take a break, everyone. Just take a, take the month <laughs> off. We're gonna have From Alex on next week. We're gonna have Alex on next week. Everyone be be happy about that. He's gonna have to freaking talk about Sebastian Legit or something like that. <laughs> have you saw his uh, Discord profile picture? Yeah, we're gonna have Alex hey, on next. I'm just realizing, like, this is our this this is our mood about the fire postseason, and we're gonna have Alex on next week. And I think that he is going to be he he isn't going to be happy. But he is going to be like more positive and like trying to find ways that things could go better, and uh, that's just because he's young. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. It, it is just, it's just, it's. We have oh, it's, too it, many. We have too many young guys out here having fun with things. It's like you don't understand what we have lost. Never forget what has been taken from us. You look at the history and realize what has been taken from the fi- from fire fans. It's it's literally the he like he he doesn't know he knows <laughs> that's it 
What did they? What did they do to us? What did they do to us? <laughs> there we go. That that from from uh, I I referenced this sketch from from uh, from uh, I think you should leave Tables. already. Yeah. No, but that that's from tables. This is the one where uh, I, I made the joke of this thing lives here on Earth with like the pig running around with a Nixon mask. And he right. thinks it's a monster for five seconds. And his only thought is, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, what did they do to us? What have they done to us? This is the fire. They, we have nothing. We think that, we, we think that they have... I need a hug. I need a girlfriend to tell me it's okay. I need a hug. I need somebody to just like slowly put away all of the fire stuff so I don't have to look at it or think about it. I wish we don't have to talk about the fire next week. I'm jiggly. Um, uh, I'm still odd, man. <laughs> Eat the rich, protect trans rights.